set. Places, everybody. And action. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Superbad from 2007, directed by Greg Matola. So this month, we are heading back to high school. Um, it's September, so we decided to <laughs> relive some high school drama. Love it. Um, and kind of revisit some high school comedies this time around. Um, and uh, the picks were my picks this month. And I wanted to talk about Booksmart, which we'll be discussing on our next episode. And the movie that I kind of wanted to discuss that in um, tandem with was Superbad. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt like it would be a good pairing because it, like, to me, Booksmart is firmly a Gen Z comedy, whereas Superbad is a millennial comedy. Mm-hmm. And um, it definitely opened my eyes when I rewatched it this time. And um, I learned some things about myself. Um, re- <laughs> I learned some things about you too. Um, revisiting this film after watching it, like I haven't seen this movie in like a decade, <laughs> and uh, it was a journey, an enlightening journey. That's so funny to me because I watched this movie like a lot. I think the last time I watched this was probably maybe a year or so ago, maybe. But I remember it like it was yesterday, and so. Brittany told me something very interesting. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it just revealed so much about her. <laughs> I mean, but when I told you, did it, like, make sense? Yes, but also I was like, <laughs> why? It made sense. Like, when I revealed the secret that I'm probably not going to share on air, it makes sense when you think about I mean, it. I feel like you should. Otherwise, I'm going to have to delete all of this. <laughs> Just stand in your truth, Brittany. I mean, I forgot. What was... Oh, wait. What was my secret? <laughs> wait. Who you identified with and why. Okay. So, when... Okay. So, like I said, I haven't watched Super Bad from 2007. Since like maybe two thousand nine, um, at when this movie came out, like I saw it in theaters. I was obsessed with Judd Apatow movies. Mm-hmm. I had watched Freaks and Geeks. I had seen Undeclared. I love Forty Year Old Virgin. I watched like um, the comedies that came after. So I really, really loved these movies. I loved the comedy in this movie, like, these movies. It was like, ha, 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 this is so funny. Ha, 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 Like that. Um, so watching this movie, I identified with one of the characters more than one of the other characters. Mm-hmm. And that character happened to be Seth. I felt like I was Seth 
minus the hate speech. Mm-hmm. And that's who I identified with when I was younger. Because I felt like that's who I was. Because, like, if you have reached a certain friend tear with me, like, if you have passed all of my challenges to win my friendship. Oh, my God. You're like the fucking legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> yes. If you have passed all of my quizzes and challenges to be gifted my friendship. Then you have probably heard me say some outlandish stuff. Not hate speech, not like Seth, because gross, but like outlandish stuff. And Ashley (laughs) has the unfortunate experience of this on a pretty much daily basis. (laughs) (laughs) On a daily basis, because I know I've said some wild stuff to her. (laughs) <laughs> like every day like every day yeah yeah now what you've done i have you know i can't pinpoint individually but it's Brittany it's has, been wild sometimes i look at my phone like britney has entered the chat <laughs> <laughs> britney has entered the chat so that's that's who i felt like i was when i was younger and honestly I still kind of feel like an asshole with a heart of gold. Oh my god! Today, but I've also grown up. So right. watching this now is just like, ooh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so I never like identified with any of them. I never had like that whole like, oh, I feel like this is my high school. I didn't feel like my high school at all. Like, um. Because, I mean, I was an art kid, so I wouldn't really, like, I definitely didn't go to parties. I probably am more of, like, a book smart kid than I am a super bad kid, even though um, super bad was pretty much, I think I saw, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I might have rented it um, fairly soon after it was made. Because I think this might have been my first Judd Apatow movie. And then, because I didn't see 40-Year-Old Virgin until, like, a few years later. But I think also, didn't Knocked Up come out before this? Um, I feel Knocked Up might have been, I want to say, like, 2000, maybe around no, the, same the same time. it was the same year. It was the same year. But I love Knocked Up, even though that movie is not friendly to women at all. The movie is a mess. <laughs> and I have that one on DVD, too. So I have both of these movies. Um, but I remember thinking, I think I saw Knocked Up before I saw Superbad. Somehow. But, um, and I did, I mean, I liked Judd Apatow's movies. I've pretty much seen, like, that whole little, like, run of his between, like, 07 and what, like, well, like, 2010? I tapped out around This Is 40. Yeah, I never saw This Is 40, but I did see, or Funny People either, I didn't see that one. You know why I saw that, so. I don't know, because I never, I don't know who's in that movie. (laughs) Oh, God, let me look. Oh, Adam Sandler. (laughs) I didn't know he was in that movie, I thought it was somebody else. Well, what am I thinking of? You know. I don't know. Are you thinking of like 50-50? Maybe 50-50, but I never saw 50-50 either. Kind of the same. 
depressing. Wait. Yeah. I don't think he did 50-50. Judd Apatow didn't do 50-50, but... No, but it feels like he would have. Yeah. From, like, the previews for some reason. Um, oh, I forgot he did... Um, he produced Anchorman, which I don't really care for, but I know a lot of people do. But, um... <laughs> I'm one oh, of those people also, who love it. Um, like, Talladega Nights. So that whole thing, that whole group of, of movies that he had, um, I've seen a lot of them. But um, yeah, I never like identified with anybody in particular. Um, I just thought it was kind of like outlandish. And I've always talked about movies that are highly quotable, which I think this is probably one of my highly quotable movies that I <laughs> unfortunately know fairly by heart. <laughs> It was kind of like, oh, yeah, I totally remember this when I was watching it the other day. Yeah, I found myself, like, saying the lines with the movie, and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. (laughs) I think part of it, too, is because, like, in 2007, I was graduating high school, going to college, so I probably watched this a lot just... On, like, the weekends and stuff, being in my dorm bore as hell. Mm. So that probably can, um, that probably contributed to a lot of it. (laughs) Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I was, um, raising my two kids, Baja Blast and Cool Ranch. So I had a lot of time. She doesn't have any kids. (laughs) I had a lot of time to watch this movie. She does not have any kids, you guys. She's not. <laughs> but he just likes to lie. So, <laughs> so um, I guess we could talk about like the the synopsis and some like background info. Yeah, the movie itself is about two best friends, Seth, played by Jonah Hill. And Evan, played by Michael Cera, um, they are trying to basically impress a girl by bringing alcohol to the party. Mm -hmm. Um, And for Seth, it's very important because it's the girl that he has a crush on, and her name is Jules. And she's played by Emma Stone, and this is her first film. I know, that's so crazy. Yeah, because she, like burst on the scene from this film and she has been everywhere i will say this like i know people don't like emma stone or whatever i don't really particularly care i enjoy her she ain't never like you know i never sat there in a movie like damn she's really terrible but like it's really crazy to see because i feel like a lot of these types of movies people don't really go ahead like far beyond like if they're in these movies like becca I, she's and she, I actually Googled her because I was like, I wonder what she's been doing. She does stuff, but I feel like she does like TV. Or I've seen like her that. in one movie that I watched I've on Netflix. S- I've never seen her in anything else, but I know she's in things. So at least she works. Because some people like they disappear or they turn into like CW actors. Which is nothing wrong with that. CW be paying bills. It's nothing wrong with that if you can pay your bills, but I don't know. Like, some people are like, I want to do more. And then some people just, you know, they don't. 
But the script itself was written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who are childhood friends that met in high school. Mm-hmm. And they have been working on this script since their teens, which I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they were working on it for years and they were writing it together. Yeah, they wrote it together. Um, I think in the DVD extras I watched, um, I think Judd Apatow said that they started writing it when they were like 13. Ended up having a draft, like a completed draft by like when they were 15. And then when Seth worked on um, Freaks and Geeks, I think that's when he showed Judd his script, which I was like, you know what? You better take them opportunities, boy. <laughs> and um, and I think uh, Judd was like, yeah, I want to get it made, which I was like, well, shit, okay. But then it took them like seven years, I think, from, yeah, from that time until the, the movie actually came out and the whole time Seth was like, I can't believe we're actually making this. I mean, any day now somebody's going to come and like pull the rug out from under us. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess it was like him trying to manage expectations. Yeah, especially if you've been working on that most of your life. I know, right? Like, be like, uh, you know, let me just not get my hopes up. And we also like learned that Fogel is a real person. I didn't know Fogel was a real person until the other day. It was like. Like meeting a phantom, like meeting a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, what? <laughs> so Fogo is real, y'all. He is. He doesn't. Well, there was only the video from like 2007, but he didn't look. He looked nothing like Christopher Mizplas. Like, <laughs> I was expecting like some skinny little like lanky guy, and I was like, oh, it's all right. <laughs> Right. Those are like some of the things that Ashley learned mostly <laughs> from watching the DVD extras. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess this is the, this is the the level of research and care that we put into this show. Yeah, we will sacrifice our time by watching featurettes on DVDs that I contain know. a lot of dates. I, I used to love doing that shit when I was little, but now I'm like, God, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like be like, oh, well, we have to get the the version with the special features. We can't just get the version just the movie. And now I'm like, man, like I think it's maybe because of how old the movies are. Yeah, like, this movie's like twelve years old. Like whatever. But like, <laughs> but, like if I think if it was like like a, a Criterion movie, then maybe it's, it's a little different. Because I know we we're just talking about like buy Criterion DVDs. They have good special like um. Like additional content and stuff, but yeah. But I was watching this, and then like one of them, of course, was like the Vagtastic Voyage. That's Vagtastic. And I was worried that it was a porn, so I've never ever. <laughs> I'm sure it's not, <laughs> but even though the DVD, like my copy, is like the unrated edition, because you know, I feel like that was like a marketing ploy for like teenage boys in like the early 2000s. Like, ooh, you might see an extra boob or like. <laughs> You might get a, a, you might get to see a, a vagina or two, but like, <laughs> it just seems like, like the point, cause I just, I don't know like what this version of this movie looks like <laughs> without like the extra extended edition or whatever. I just wanted more movie. So I would always buy the unrated, especially when it came to horror. I'm like, yeah, I want to see those extra deaths, bro. 
<laughs> Man, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I need to like one day if the mood ever strikes me like to watch on Netflix and then like compare and take so like notes. <laughs> so I'll take notes, but just be like, oh, because you know what? Like if if you ever like watch a TV show like like the DVD version or whatever, and then you watch like the um like the version on like tv and you're like everything is wrong <laughs> they cut out stuff and they put stuff in weird places so i guess we could kind of get into like the kind of vibe of the movie because it kind of starts out on one to me mm-hmm. because it's seth talking about what porn sites he is going to get a subscription to mm-hmm. when he yeah, goes so to college yeah, he's trying to um, be proactive and, def- you know, figure out, you know, what subscriptions he's going to, you know, try to get <laughs> that won't be too obvious to his parents. You know, I mean, you have to admire a planner. Yeah. He plans. And he's not falling victim to predatory lending practices that usually befall most college freshmen. <laughs> Did he say he didn't want to use his credit card? He didn't want to use it. He just wanted to use his like parents. <laughs> he just he didn't whatever. have a plan with that. He was just gonna use his parents' credit card. <laughs> Is that not the millennial way? Like I mean... <laughs> <laughs> for some millennials, I guess. And he is like weighing out all of the options, and I'm like. Mm-hmm the fuck like in my notes I was like one note I had is like guys are disgusting first like (laughs) is like do you really like weigh out the pros and cons I mean like yeah if you're making an investment in a subscription naturally you would do this to yourself but do you need a second opinion I mean if you go into somebody that you love and trust I, you know, I guess, I guess for an 18 year old boy, I guess, you know, this is might be his first major purchase of fantastic voyage. (laughs) (laughs) Man, (laughs) but I was going to say the, um, the opening, I love the opening credits. Oh, with the vintage, like, was it Columbia Pictures? It's, like, super 70 out. Like, I think there was, like, the Barcase was the song. I thought it was, like, Parliament, but it was apparently from Shazam. <laughs> it was the Barcase. And um, it's, like, I guess it's, like, their silhouettes. It almost reminds me of, like, like every, like, exploitation, Like, fucking, like, Foxy Brown. Like, that opening. Hmm. But, like, two white boys dancing to me. To- 70s funk and it's very uh low budge which i love and i wrote down when i was watching the other film today i was like what's up with like white kid party movies with like funk music what is that about because i was in ma but like ma she was like she was forcing those white kids to listen to it like it was like like, what was it chic shit (laughs) Funky town and shit. <laughs> yeah, like they kids weren't even born yet. If they wanted those margaritas, they had to listen to Funky Town. So 
that was like kind of like a hostage situation a little bit. They were under duress a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you know what? What will a kid? I mean, this movie proves it. What will kids do to drink <laughs> and party? And they party. will hang out in a basement with the lady with the mushroom cut in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and that hat, that fucking hat. And her Kato's finest, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> did an episode on Ma and honestly I don't know if I have the strength to do it I, <laughs> y'all don't want to hear my opinions on Ma it's not <laughs> <laughs> but it was like there's also a moment in Booksmart where like it's like a whole bunch of white kids like dancing and shit to funk music and I'm like what? yeah it's like they play that part. funk the- music is on the soundtrack and also, oh, I'm, I meant to look up the soundtrack last night, but I didn't. Um, There's some songs I was like, oh, shit. I, I looked up in- the soundtrack because I made a Venn diagram of something. Uh, <laughs> and I was, uh, further prove my <laughs> hypothesis about something. I um, I just remember there was a part with San- um, when they came to the party and, and the, the song in the background was Santa Gold. And I was like, oh, shit, come on now. That's a good, a good fucking album. But this soundtrack also is good, but I also know that the demographic probably would not listen to the artists on the soundtrack. I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I probably heard the songs, but I don't like go and be like, yeah, I totally want to listen to this. <laughs> I. I do because I'm simultaneously 80, 47, and 25 years old. I inhabit all those spaces at once. We got to get some help for you, girl. <laughs> so I've listened to like this music on my own, of my mm-hmm. own free will. So I li- like I like it, like especially mm-hmm. when Rick James came out and I was like, oh yeah, we busting out on funk. We busting out on some serious oh, funk. Yeah, yeah um, I forgot about that one, yeah. But, like, you know, so white kids in suburbia ain't listening to no damn Rick James. And I was I was wondering about this. I meant to, I was not going to do, like, the commentary and stuff. Like, I, I got things to do. But, like, <laughs> I wanted to know about that. I never really Googled that part. Because also, parts of this movie, like, it looks very 70s in appearance in, like, some of the clothes. Mm-hmm. Especially that Seth and Evan wear. But, like... I mean, Seth Rogen ain't even that damn old. He was born like nineteen eighty something. Yeah. So <laughs> like, and it doesn't have the timeless. Like, don't you know how they have movies that are timeless mm-hmm. when you don't know what time period is supposed to take place in? Yeah. This isn't one of those movies because they're flip phones. <laughs> right. There's flip phone. Flip phones. One girl has a T-Mobile sidekick. I was like, oh, I was so, oh, God, I wanted one of those so bad. Um, those are like $4,000, guys. They were like, because you could like text, but then you could call. And at the time, but you could text like a, you could text like like on, you know, with two thumbs instead of <laughs> the way that you would text on like a flip phone. It was cutting edge technology. Girl, I had to, so it was so funny about like flip phones is that my grandma still has one. And she said she went to visit my little cousins who were like teens and <laughs> they're teenagers. 
And my my cousin like roasted her. She was like, Grandma, I could have like like ten messages in the time it takes you to type one. Oh no, no baby. My cool cousin's like what, like sixteen or something? Like she's never like sixteen or seventeen. She's never had to use a flip phone. Oh no. Yeah. So, but like <laughs> back in the day, man, because you know, like everybody in Fuel by Ramen had a fucking T-Mobile sidekick. That was like the first like influencer marketing because <laughs> I wanted one so bad. Yeah. And I never got one because you had to be on T-Mobile to have one. And my mom was like, no. <laughs> she, didn't want, she didn't want me to have a phone, number one. And then number two, like, she's like, no, we're not going to T-Mobile. Sorry. <laughs> Times so, are hard, guys. Times, times are hard. Times are very hard. You didn't just get a phone whenever you wanted or whenever you turned, like, a certain age. Like, it was, you know. You had to tap dance to get a phone, guys. I, I actually did. Pretty much. I like cried. (laughs) (laughs) But I actually needed one because I was on, I took the bus home and the bus kept breaking down. And then one time I was like an hour late (laughs) because the bus had broken down and nobody would let me call my mom because they were like, I don't have any minutes. And I was like, oh, forgot about minutes. Oh my God. Like, like, I don't have any minutes. I was like, but you were just on there like nonstop, like two seconds ago. But you know, whatever. Now you can't do shit like that. And also now I would have my own phone. Like I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, you're right about the timelessness. There is like a weird half timelessness to it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just liked movies like that. And I, I want to talk about it a little bit more later. Cause I feel Again, I inhabit a space of being 80, 47, and 25 years old. So I know a lot of stuff about a lot of different things. And I can see the movies that kind of... like. I feel like I can get an idea of the movies that inspired this movie. Because you could kind of see it in there. And I grew up watching those movies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I want to talk about them a little bit later. Um, right. But back, like, we see how kind of like codependent Evan and Seth are from Jump because mm-hmm. we see that Evan, me not Evan, Seth can't really make like a firm decision on his porn site. <laughs> um subscription and Evan was like, dude, why don't you get something more innocuous so your parents don't um question you about it? Because if you have badgetastic voids on their credit card bill, they'll be like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, that's a good idea. Um and so they go to school and they like park they they argue all the time a little bit. They do. It's like banter at this point, it's banter, mostly. Um, but they do. They, like, they do argue a lot. Not, like, in a mean way, but, like, it can be mean. It, depending on how you look at it, if you're, like, from the outside looking in, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? But, like, from the inside, I think it's kind of, like, everyday, sort of, how they talk to each other. And it kind of gives you an idea of, like, their power dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's Seth is the more, uh, I guess, what would you call it? Domineering? Domineering. I don't know why the word gregarious is is on the tip of my tongue. I'm like, why can't I think of an easier word? (laughs) He's more of an extrovert between the two of them. Even though with other people, he's kind of like not really an extrovert. But, um... And I guess it's like Evan is the more like soft spoken kind of like spacey almost, which is I think like a characteristic of like every Michael Sarah, every Michael Sarah character I've ever seen. There's something about him. I feel like he's also he might just be an actor who plays himself. No, Seth says he's nothing like that at all. No, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. You'll never know. <laughs> because I was so pissed off because I loved like the Scott Pilgrim comics and mm-hmm. you watch the movie and it's like he's not appropriate for this role. I liked him in it. He was kind of like a mess. But I he, that movie. he I wasn't to be in it. Scott Pilgrim. Like he wasn't I'm one of those people, the books versus the movie with Scott Pilgrim. But it was, like, weird. And he also, again, books versus movie. With Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, he wasn't... Oh, I didn't like that movie as much as the book. He wasn't Nick either. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't really remember what Nick was... I remember Nora more than I remember Nick, but... um, Nick was kind of cool, but not Michael Sarah. Yeah, which is weird because Michael Sarah apparently is, like fun <laughs> like i mean he just always seems like you could just like punch him and then put him in a locker <laughs> but he's just good at it he's good at you know being george michael bluth and you know evan and what's his face from fucking juno and all that other shit like <laughs> he just works for him but apparently he is really good at that characterization but that's not him my mind is blown i i know we'll never know the truth (laughs) (laughs) but like their their friendship is kind of weird like to me and but then i guess that also seems like a lot of friendships because i don't not many friendships, especially in high school, are balanced. Because mm-hmm. um, you see some absolutely wild friendships. Um, like you see some very toxic friendships. You see some chill friendships. But mm-hmm. there's always, it for most friendships especially I guess from the outside looking in and even if you go back and look at your own person like if you evaluate some of the friendships that you had when you were in high school there mm-hmm. there may be a point where like he's like hmm those friend, those dynamics are a little off it seems like Seth has a little bit more pull than Evan like Evan seems to kind of go along with Seth for most of the definitely for most of the movie mm-hmm. and it seems like it's probably has been this way for most of their lives 
Yeah. Well, Seth can, like, talk a good game. He's just mouthy, which is probably helps him because he's, like, they're not popular. <laughs> they're not popular at all. Like, there's a boy with a mullet that's more popular than them. I'm like, how do you not get invited to the boy with the mullet's party? Like, <laughs> he has a mullet. <laughs> the dude that's In the 21st on him? century. Like, the very yeah. violent, angry dude. Yeah, whatever his name was. It was like, like, bruh. I was in here, I was like, damn, y'all can get invited to his party, which I mean, probably be like killing squirrels in the woods or some shit. Like, it looked, yeah. <laughs> it looked like he could go left. But, so quickly. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to go to his party. But like, you can't even get invited to that little motherfucker's party. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I really just out here, just like, sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say I personally think that this is like a toxic friendship, which comes up over time, um, in various ways. Mainly, um, in the way that Seth kind of like shoots down a lot of like Evan's really good, like rationale for doing certain things. He's like, "What are you fuck? Are you fucking stupid?" <laughs> and I'm just like. Like when he went to go buy the condom for the party. Not that he's like, and they like, are you expecting? I mean, they were obviously expecting to go to the party to get laid or whatever. But I was like, I mean, there's something wrong with him being prepared. It is kind of like, you really thought you were just going to come to this party to get laid? But then they both thought they were going to get laid. So I was like, so Seth, you're just going to go to this party and hope for somebody to like, to like sleep with, but then you're not going to bring a condom either. I feel like a lot of Seth's outbursts come from one being embarrassed that he didn't think of something quick i okay so i also think that it comes from him feeling a little bit inadequate compared to evan because so much (laughs) self-esteem like so much of a lack of self-esteem and especially like attention like a point of tension in their relationship is that they're going to be parting ways when they graduate Evan is going to Dartmouth and mm-hmm. Seth is not, even though Seth applied and didn't get in. Yikes. <laughs> so yeah. that is Dartmouth a is Dartmouth a um an Ivy League school? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, I know that shit is expensive. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah, he wasn't gonna mm-mm. And he and says, he just says he's, he's going, going to, to state, state. Which I don't know. I mean, that could be anything. Mm-hmm. Cause we don't really figure out what's what state they live in. I assumed it was like Bay California. Yeah, it did look kind of like California. But I was like, there's good schools in California. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good expensive schools. There's a good a lot of good expensive schools out there, but schools expensive everywhere, everywhere you go. So, cause I went to technically a I went to a state school. <laughs> the state is in. <laughs> I I went to two state schools. State used to be in my school's name. It is no longer in my school's name. But um yeah. That shit is expensive. I'm still paying them low shit. <laughs> yeah. All school is expensive, so y'all, we need to be paying attention to what Elizabeth Warren is talking about. <laughs> pay attention to anybody that will forgive your loans. Yes. At this point. Because I don't want to pay these anymore. Let's uh Let's hope either a meteor hits this planet before we have to pay them back. No, or... I've already paid so many. Can I just be free? <laughs> I mean, 
hopefully one day soon <laughs> one day soon you'll be free uh, <laughs> you start seeing us as spiritual and shit <laughs> hope we get delivered <laughs> delivered from this hell can you believe that like we were in high school we'd be like oh I can't wait to graduate I'm being in college I'm gonna be doing this and now I'm like oh shit we had it so good like you think you can afford to live? Oh, I used to think I could afford things. <laughs> like when you turn eighteen, you could get your own apartment with a job, not like any job, like a good job, a job, just job. Don't matter what that job is, just job, and you can afford to like eat. Uh, can you believe you believe that? Oh my god! But you just always used, like looked at it as like a thing that you're like, oh, I got bills to pay, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I'm an adult. That was such a thing. And now I'm like, bitch, why do you why why is it there's no like reprieve? There's nothing special about paying bills. Everybody does it. Mostly everybody does it. It's just like a nuisance. It's never ending. It's no freedom. There's never, it's, yeah, you're never going to be free of this unless you marry up. <laughs> that would involve marriage. Yeah, that would involve marriage and, um, or we could just overthrow the elite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so we're, we're, getting, we're just working on getting flagged, y'all. <laughs> um, seriously, y'all's days are numbered. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, hey, hey, put them on notice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so their friendship is fucked. Um, <laughs> they both have crushes on do b- different girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what, what was uh, Seth is crushing on Jules, which we mentioned is Emma Stone. In his uh, home ec class. Mm-hmm. And Evan is crushing on Becca, who is in his math class. Yeah. That that fucking math class when he was staring at her boobs and then pretending <laughs> like he wasn't. <laughs> and then he was just starting to squint. Staring around like, oh, yeah, I was thinking of the answer up here. <laughs> By the ceiling. And. Like, nice save. They, they are kind of. A little help, helpless when it comes to girls, they're because bad at talking to them over. Like they're bad at talking to people in general, but like with girls, it's like, like you should stop talking. <laughs> you should stop talking immediately. Yeah, like Becca Say is less. flirting, like flirting, flirting with Evan, like flirting, flirting, and yeah, she's Evan like, I'd like is to go out and stuff and do stuff with you. And he's like, yeah, me and Seth have crazy ideas all the time. She's like, what the fuck? He's telling the story about, like, his crazy party night. And it's just, like, him hanging out with Seth and Fogel. Yeah, being annoying and a nuisance <laughs> at their, like, parents' party or something. And going in and getting kicked out of a strip club. And they she's got, like, through the, through the entranceway. It's all that they got through the door. <laughs> they ain't seen Mary a titty. Not a titty. Anything. <laughs> what? Who? Like Evan threw up on Seth. 
<laughs> like that's the type of fun that teenage boys have. Yeah. And Becca's like, oh my God, sounds so fun. I would love to do that too. <laughs> I mean, he jazzed it up for her. You know, he made it sound like they went to like, you know, like a nice nightclub, a lounge. <laughs> Mess. And he's just like missing the point. Like she's, she she's trying. Like she's, she's trying. She's throwing it at him. She, I didn't want to say that because they kids, but. Uh, they are kids, but like, I mean, <laughs> she's not, you know not inappropriately throwing it at him but she's like yeah i'd love to hang out like that and do stuff like that and he's like yeah you totally would if you were us (laughs) (laughs) you're a fucking idiot and then he like walks away just being oblivious (laughs) was that before after that was no this is before he punched her in the titty (laughs) but he what i like about evan at the very least, is that he, at least he respects women. When he's he, at that toast, he's like, cheers to respecting women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever caught that before. And I was like, this is adorable. <laughs> he's trying so hard. Like, he he legitimately, he respects women. Yeah. Like, he likes Becca. He he he's has still a little weirdo. Yeah, he's weird. He has no idea that she those feelings are reciprocated. And he doesn't feel he really doesn't feel entitled to her time. Like he does want to impress her, but he well he does have some expectations. But his expectations aren't necessarily as high as Seth's. Seth had a whole like this is what's going to happen like we're going to go to this party and I'm going to get a blowjob and I'm just going to just like, did he say he was going to fuck this girl too? I forgot. He was mm-hmm. a bunch, it was a lot. It was a lot. He was like, I'm just going to like, he you know. was talking about, she was DTF down the fuck. P and G. P and G. I have said that so many times. Me too. <laughs> DTF. P and the D, he said he's going to be the, what did he say? He's gonna, oh, because he, the whole reason why he wants to do this is not really just to date her. Although he, I think he wants to date her, but like he, you know, he knows, he knows. And he's trying to dress it up as like, well, I just want to date somebody and like lose my virginity before school. So I don't go to the college, like a virgin who doesn't know what they're doing and stuff. So he has like a better chance when he's, he's in school, but he's trying to dress it up as like, he's going to be like, and he's gonna be the Iron Chef of Pounding Vage. Like <laughs> these children. Yes, Seth's like Seth's expectations were wild. Like he did talk to Jules in their home at class, and she, she through, tolerates his craziness. Through she finds it amusing. Through magic, because their friend Fogel is getting a fake ID. Oh, Fogel. <laughs> Make, he makes it known that he's going to, like, come into access with a fake ID. So Jules asks him to bring beer or drinks to the party. So he takes that as, this girl wants to fuck me. Yeah, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> it's like, sir, like, that was a leak. You <laughs> was like a giant leap. It was a giant fucking leap. I don't, I mean, and God bless him. That, 
that was kind of part of the movie that I didn't like on the rewatch. Uh-huh. Because that was Seth's motivation. Like the Seth's whole motivation throughout this movie wasn't really to be a person. Like he didn't he didn't see Jules as a human being. He didn't see her as a person, even though he did like her. She was still like kind of like a means to an end. He wanted to not be a virgin by the time he gets to college. But I also feel like he didn't really want to reveal his true feelings because he was he knew he knew he knew what the score was. Because they already talked about it. They said that she dated like three really cute, like good looking guys. Like some <laughs> some boy had like a six pack when he was like eight or some shit. And then like some cute boy that like. Like, with the most beautiful eyes they'd ever seen. And, like, when you stare into his eyes, you, it's, like, the first time they heard the Beatles or some shit like that. And he just feels insecure. You can feel the insecurity, like, radiating off of him. Yeah. I... I was at the end when he was like, you never talk to me unless you were drunk. That's his whole thing, too. He wants to get her drunk. He's like, you should give your... You should get Becca drunk. I'll get Jules drunk. And then we'll have, like, you know, we'll both be virginless... Oh, that is such a bad idea. That is so terrible. Number one, consent. Number two, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? So, it's it's still it still kind of reeks of entitlement a little bit too. Yeah, because it's still like if I do this one, like if I do this nice thing for Jules, then she will give me her time. Yeah. That she has to be nice to me because I yeah. saved her party because I did this nice thing. And honestly, Jules doesn't have to give you shit. Nope. At all. And nope. she doesn't. And she honestly shouldn't because Seth is an asshole. He uses homophobic <gasps> language. with a heart of gold. He uses homophobic language all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, this is back when you could, like, still do that. Yeah. And not yeah. get, like, roasted for it. Although you could get roasted for it, but, like, the internet ain't what it is. It wasn't what it is, like, now. No. So, um, it was still, like, very common for people to say stuff like that. To have an adult use that as, a, like, use that language as a grown-ass adult? That's embarrassing. And... Yeah. It still happens today. I wonder what would happen if if Seth Rogen had actually played Seth and not Jonah Hill. Um, I wonder if like if because like a lot of improvisation was used. Why did I have so much trouble with that word right now? <laughs> There's a lot of improv in this movie, um, but it feels like the framework is definitely Seth and Evan, I guess too. But like, um. I always say that because, like, I, we never see Evan. So, like, he's not in front of the camera. So, I don't really, like, know him. I don't feel like I know him as much as I feel like I know Seth Rogen. So, that's why I made that comment. But, like, um, I don't know. I feel like that's... I wonder how it would have changed. Would it have gotten worse? <laughs> how much worse would it have been? Because Seth Rogen is in the movie. He's just not in these characters. He's I feel like himself. it would have been better. Really? 
less hateful because from what I gathered, Jonah Hill is kind of mean. Yeah, I heard that from our good friend Davlin that he called like a photographer a slur, like the F word. Um, I don't know when because like I'm gonna tell you, I'm just keep it real honest. I do not keep up with like Jonah Hill. <laughs> That's not somebody that my brain uh, usually recognizes outside of his movies. So I have no idea when this happened or like what's the whole story with that and all that. But um, and you found that story about him. What did he like say? Like he shitted on on Christopher's audition or something like that. Yes, or they were doing like doing the lines for the movie, and he got pissy that he felt Christopher was stepping on his lines and they were like, no, he's not. He's just reacting off of you delivering your lines. And they showed him the like footage of what they had seen. Now this is all coming from IMDB. So take it with a grain of salt, but yeah, when they played it back that, um, it was like a usable scene and he was just being an asshole, but I've seen countless, like over the years he just seems generally unpleasant and I do remember the thing about him using a slur against a photographer and that wasn't too long ago really I feel like maybe like man maybe like 2013-14 he was old enough to know better because he older than me <laughs> oh that's so weird though because he wasn't even working that much longer like he's only been in movies since 2004 Mm. So he really wasn't like, I mean, he was not necessarily a newcomer, but he was still like new. Yeah. And he'd just be acting ugly. Yeah. And I feel like if Seth had played Seth, it would have been a little bit more jovial. Yeah, less he's got that hateful. fucking crazy ass laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of laughs like Santa Claus. Like He does laugh <laughs> like a Santa Claus slash like, um... You know how, like, Meryl laughs? Like, somebody said he laughs like Elmo. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I think of when I think of Seth Rogen's laugh. But he just has, like, a, an endless laugh. And that's his real fucking laugh. He laughs like that all the time. For Davlin, I know she wants to call him out as Big Sexy with Glasses. Big Sexy with Glasses. <laughs> we have this Pineapple Express conversation all the time. We watch it all the time. Do you really? I yeah. don't even like that movie that much. I love it. Oh my god, that was like something I was looking forward to for months, and then I was like, I watched it, I was like, okay, this is alright, and now I'm like, do I even like that movie? I I actually really like Seth Rogen mm-hmm. a lot. Like, I, I like his movies. I love when he pops up in the movie. No, I did not watch the interview. No, I will not watch the interview. That movie doesn't exist to me. Which, oh, the interview. I was like, what interview? <laughs> I like spaced out. <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to watch that. That was a, a mistake. That was a mistake. Um, but I do enjoy him. Um, I actually enjoy like some of the stuff his wife did too. Um, his wife? She wrote and started in this movie called For a Good Time Call. Oh, and okay. I like that too. It was good. Okay. Comedy. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I will watch a little bit of everything. See, and I don't think no. I really, I think about this before. I don't know if I really like that many comedies, which is a weird thing to say. That makes me sound like a, like a fucking tight ass or whatever. But like some of them just aren't good. <laughs> just, I mean, yeah, that's uh, true. It's just like, you know, it's like a good comedy is like, okay, this feels great. Like, I love this. This is like, this is easy to watch. It has a good flow. But like a bad comedy, like a bad comedy is just like painful. It's fucking painful. And so many comedies are not that good. Yeah. No. But I thought I totally lost where we were. We were talking about... If Seth played Seth and Jonah Hill being an unpleasant twat. Well, you know. <laughs> Feel free to edit that out. Keep it in. Whatever. Well, okay. So we're talking about um, Seth playing Seth, which apparently he wasn't going to play Seth because. Um, he was too he old too and too old. tall. Yeah, he was too old and too tall, which I guess he's actually really, he's actually fairly tall, which I don't know why, but it does not come across the screen as him being fairly tall. We're doing a height check, of course, as you know. He he's is 5'11". 6'2". I got 5'11". Oh, I was just guessing. Oh, see, look at you. See, she's go, she, she logs on and she glides. <laughs> Make that my lifetime movie, Logs on Liar. <laughs> she logs in, she like, and like I think uh, Jonah Hill's like five seven. <laughs> Jonah Hill looks, but Jonah Hill looks like the guys, not like the guy, like he. I don't say he looks like the guys who went to my school, but something about him, and also his like costume too, because he's wearing like the shirt, like a graphic tee with like a shirt over it, and like slip on vans or something like he looks like a kid that would go to high school in this time period at least maybe not now i don't know what the kids in high school are doing now because y'all look like adults but like (laughs) like sometimes i'm like are you an actual like you're a child but like why are you dressed like in the finest of like gucci (laughs) (laughs) why are you dressed like an adult like it's it's making me lose hair (laughs) it's making me stressed out Oh my god! But he—I don't know. That sounds that kind of like that line of thinking just came out of nowhere. I don't know why, but I just kind of was like, I wonder what how this would be. So, even though Seth has played some assholes, he was kind of a dick and knocked up. Yeah, and Uh, in fucking uh, forty-year-old virgin. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. He's he's a lot better now, I think. What happens next? Okay, so we haven't the- even gotten that far. We're like an hour in. <laughs> okay, we need to talk about McLovin. Okay, McLovin is my current day Britney's favorite part of the movie. Okay. In the past, he got on my fucking nerves. Like what? We need to have a like a talk with you. I, 2007 Britney and 2019 I, Britney need to meet. I I would tell that Britney a lot of stuff. May <laughs> tell her to make so many different choices, bro. Um, but oh, McLovin, McLovin, he brought some light 
to the the film. Like he broke up the tension between Evan and <laughs> Seth. Although he is a source of tension too, because he is. Uh, Evan and Fogel are rooming together at Dartmouth, but Evan doesn't want Seth to know. Um. Because Seth is like, why would you, like, room with him? Like, what's wrong with you? And um, he's like, yeah, no, I, you're right. I totally, I would never room with Fogel. So he's keeping that secret already. But why not room with Fogel? I mean, I don't really think either of them really like Fogel. No. <laughs> All that much. <laughs> they really don't care for that boy. But, like, I mean, aside from being another weirdo. <laughs> He's actually like, he's not that bad. No, he comes, he comes through. To the, he comes to the fucking uh, to go get his um, get the liquor in like a terrible fucking vest. I that vest that was bit. terrible. I forgot about that vest. <laughs> it was suede. <laughs> it looks yeah. like the jacket Lil Mama was wearing in Booksmart. It did kind of look like that jacket. <laughs> it did. It did. It did. You're right. You're right. But um, she, so his license, like, okay, this is the thing. Fogel thought about it, right? Like, he thought about <laughs> it. Okay. He thought about it. He said, you know what? This is a small town. I'm not going to say I'm 21. How would I say 25? Then he said, you know what? Let me choose between... A name that kind of stands out, aka McLovin. Like, no last name. <laughs> is McLovin his first name or his last name? It's both. It is like Cher. It's like Beyonce. It's the Beyonce of fake licenses. <laughs> there is no last name required. <laughs> But he said he was going to choose between that or the most common name on earth, which is Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Bitch, why would it be Muhammad? And he was like, read a fucking book. <laughs> it's the most commonly used name on earth. Which is my, I mean, I don't doubt that. But like, I mean, you don't look like a Muhammad. He does not. He's a, <laughs> a, he's a young looking white man. He looks like a child. <laughs> a young white child. He's a young white child. You know, God bless him. But he works in a grocery store and they decide that they're going to, for some reason, Seth decides he's going to rob the fucking grocery store. <laughs> to get the, the booze for the party. Get the booze for the party. Um, And then does not work. He has that, he has a bunch of like escape scenarios that happen. None of them end well. The one where he like, um, where he gets the like the old lady to buy him alcohol, and he was like, "Enjoy your remaining years." And she's like, "Enjoy fucking juice." He's like, "I will." <laughs> <laughs> and then he has the one where it's like a like an action movie type thing, where like the the I guess one of the guys who works there like beans the old lady in the head with a bottle or something like that, and then he like. Breaks the bottle and like slits Seth's throat and the whole. He's like, this ain't gonna work, and it wasn't. Those those 
fantasies are like a little weird because they kind of take you out of the movie because the movie doesn't have any like fantasy scenarios before or after it. Nope. But they work. It did work, yeah. It's ridiculous, but you know, you you try to you try to consider again. He's trying to consider all his options, <laughs> much like in the beginning. You know, he's trying to figure out like how would I escape and all of this, and like you know, he thought he was gonna pay the dude with like an eighty dollar bill. He wasn't going to. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that doesn't work. And then did they decide to go to a liquor store? Yes, they do. They gave him that whole list. McLovin was like, bitch, I wasn't prepared for a list. Like, what are we doing here? And that is also a valid point. Yeah, I'm like, why would you give his first time to, like, you give a first timer, like, a like a, like a CVS receipt list of booze to get? Because there's what, what's that stuff that, that, that Becca wanted? That Evan is it like, to get that? gold slogger or something? It's it has like gold. gold. It's like it's- the... Like the fake version of Goldslogger. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, it a gold, gold slick. Little flakes of gold in the vodka that or whatever. That's disgusting. Is that it? Ugh. I don't even want to try that. That has never um, sounded appetizing to me. You're going to tell me something that I am going to be disappointed in. No. I, oh, I thought you were going to say I tried it. No. I mean, like, are you trying to judge me for like when I used to drink like gin and vodka and grape juice that is disgusting like mixed together why gin and vodka because it was cheap gin and vodka just not the vodka on its own no and gin both of them friends if you ever sit here and wonder (laughs) what's pretty talking about this is why (laughs) my brain not right (laughs) (laughs) I also used to drink tequila and Mountain Dew. I will still drink tequila and some um, Moscato. Does any of this shit make sense to (laughs) y'all? Leave us a comment. I'm telling you firsthand, it does not make any sense to me. But I value my brain cells and my intestines. (laughs) So... I've also had Jaeger. I used to drink that out of the bottle too. Are you okay? No. Are you no. She's like, I'm not. No. I'm struggling. <laughs> my God. My this God. is my, this is olden times. This isn't current. The only thing that's current day, Brittany, is occasionally like 1800 in Moscato, but. What? <laughs> Sometimes, you know what, you just hear things, you gotta give it up to God or whoever, flying spaghetti monster, whoever you, you know, whatever you believe in, you just gotta just let it go. I push it away. I'm pushing it, I'm literally in my room pushing it away. There's no, there's nothing I can do. I, there's nothing I can do. Ashley, are you okay? Me, no. No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> well, I've never done any of that. But, you know, I'm, I'm a very basic drinker. Just give me something to mix it with. I don't really care. It doesn't have to be, you know, five different alcohols. I used to take a risk. I used yeah, to take risk. Some risks, you know. <laughs> I mean, they come back to bite, you know. They do. 
I don't think I've ever done like, I don't think I've ever, well, first of all, I don't really throw a lot of parties, number one, especially when I was younger. So I never really had like a, I never had a fake ID, actually. I also never had to buy a bunch of alcohol for a party like this, like in this situation where I'm in charge of everything. Poor Fogel. Yeah, they should have broke it up or something. Gone to different liquor stores. Yeah, but they didn't have a car. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, oh, yeah. You know what? Because Seth's car, he parked in the student. No, he parked in the staff parking lot. Even though Evan told him not to. He, Evan told him not to. He didn't listen. He was like, I gotta go get myself a Red Bull. I was like, why couldn't you just park on one side of the thing and then walk to the... But you know what? You know, some people, they don't learn. So, and Vogel's like, why would you pack in the staff parking lot? He's like, I mean, you're not staff. <laughs> that should have me cracking up. It's like the little things they would say, like, offhand in the background. <laughs> would crack me up because it's not even like like a joke with a punchline but it's just like so stupid <laughs> just like you're not staff dumbass <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they don't have a car so i guess if you you know you gotta do what you gotta do and he goes into this liquor store and this is where they have the whole conversation about like the condom and, and the lube. The, the lube. The spermicidal lube, which looked like it was like a little thing of super glue. <laughs> like a little bottle. His little tiny little bottle. And like Seth totally roasted him for that. <laughs> like so like rough. But then also he said, like, I'm I'm just gonna plan on like humping Jules leg or something. Is that what he said? Like I just plan on dry humping her leg? Yes. I was like, what? That's exactly what he said. God bless these children. Because he didn't come prepared like Evan. He didn't. And I'm just like, well, like, so you're just going to fuck this girl and like, with no protection? He didn't think he would get that far. He probably didn't. But he was on talk like he knew he was going to. Mm. Mm, Men. Mm. Men. Mm. Even though these are like 17 year olds. Mm. Men. (laughs) trash so um <laughs> this is also when they see that girl with the like uh with the nice boobs apparently from like down the block she had like a breast reduction and seth is like why the fuck would you do that you're like S- what do you say like s- spinning in god's face or i something think like that, that is what he's that <laughs> <laughs> and then evan is like well because she had back problems Listen, boobs are work, okay? They're not I fun, should... guys. No, they're, they're not fun. Terrible. I'm sitting here sweating right now. <laughs> 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 they're not fucking fun. Trash. And a yeah. lot of y'all, too, y'all have under titty sweat, too. <laughs> don't deny it. Y'all need some. Y'all need third love, too. Don't play. <laughs> third love, please. This is our second plea. <laughs> we got titty. <laughs> That's our proposal to third love. We got titties. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait till that, that sponsorship rolls down. <laughs> that email gets handed down to us. Uh, we got titties. They end up going to like run after this girl. I was like, like men are so fucking like. Girls. I call them the men, but like boys and men. Get a hold of yourselves. Like leave that girl alone. 
He said, I got to get a look at these warlocks. (laughs) (laughs) See, it is in the sad part. I'm like, damn, these little boys are trash. But I'm also like, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to feel. I'm like, you don't have to run after her. The way they ran after her, too, and I was like, God bless these kids. She's literally just jogging, minding her business, and they're yeah. following her to look at her chest. I know. I'm like, she's with her dog, man. Like, leave her alone. Oh, can't have nothing. Can't do nothing in peace. Nope. Can't. Um, but while they're gone, McLovin gets robbed. We meet the, the only black gets- person in this town. Yes, Mindy. Poor Mindy. She's the um, the clerk at the liquor store, and I think he spent like just under a hundred dollars, and he gave it to her. She pops open the register, and this man just comes and just like pow pow. <laughs> it rocks his shit, bro. It rocks his shit out. Like damn, I was like, god damn, like you got him right in the cheekbone, bro. <laughs> And steals all the money at the register. And Mindy is understandably upset. She's also got a veterinary exam the next day. She's like, I don't have time for this bullshit. I felt her on that one. Mm-hmm. I ain't never got robbed like that. But I'm just like, damn, you got too much on your plate, girl. And then we meet Cop 1 and Cop 2, played by Seth Rogen and Bill Hader. Yeah, it's, um, oh, God, what are their names? Slater is... Bill Hader and Ro- Seth Rogen is Officer Michaels, which apparently I didn't realize that for some reason I felt like Bill Hader was on SNL for like forever, but apparently he had just started on SNL. I thought he was on SNL like 2004. 2005. Ah. <laughs> but whenever they started filming this, I don't know like when they started filming Super Bad, but they said it was pretty like recent after he was on SNL, like when he just started. Mm. Oh yeah, filming in 2006, 2007. So, um, but I think they knew each other from like another movie called, what was it, You, Me, and Dupree? Oh. And Evan, or Seth was like, yeah, it wasn't good. But like- It is we, not. Like, we thought of him for the, uh, for the role. And I was like, well, I mean, I like Bill Hader. He and this role is too much too. They're both the worst cops ever. Like cops are, you know. I mean, we've said cops that. are bad. <laughs> cops are, period. Cops are cops, but like, um, they're like the most inept cops, but also like the worst cops at the same time because they do the they do things that are just like okay now what the fuck (laughs) they abuse their privileges but they're also complete fucking idiots yeah this was like the cop part was also like ha 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 2007 ha 2009 (laughs) i was like look at them just abusing their privileges fucking driving through uh, red lights and shit how dare they (laughs) how they treated mindy the the witness Saying, I know. Like, so is uh, he like us or is he like like you? Like you? <laughs> she was like, um, what do you mean by that? And he's like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of that statement, they're like, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie. <laughs> she, she, 
everything. He's like, he looks like, kind of looks like Eminem. And then they draw an Eminem on the fucking notebook. And I'm just like, oh my God. She's like, I don't have time for this shit. I gotta go. <laughs> I have to go. And like, cops fucking with kids. Cops doing crimes. Like, of course, cops do crimes every day. But cops doing crimes. Like, I was like, "Mm -mm. mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. This part did not age well for me. Really? This is the part that didn't age well? I mean, yes. This part, (laughs) the homophobia. And... Seth. <laughs> if this was based off of Seth, I'm just like, Seth, what was wrong with you in high school? <laughs> like, what was what was you going through? Like, what were you going through? And that goes back to my question again, like, would this be better with Seth had played him? Maybe this would have been like a cause of like self-reflection. It would have been his honey boy. <laughs> what was what is Shia play? He's playing his dad? Yes. I yeah, cannot wait to see that. Yeah, that sounds really weird. I haven't seen the... Is there a trailer out? Yes, there is. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't really felt the need, but, like, you know, I'll get around to it. Um, uh, So they... I think they're going to take him to, like, look around the neighborhood for the robber. Is that what they're doing? I think so. Yeah, like, (laughs) McLovin is like, (laughs) I'm old enough to party. (laughs) He's like, how old are you? Old Old enough. Old enough for what? <laughs> to party. Oh, I I personally love that exchange. I, he's like, well, all right then. <laughs> that would never happen. That would never happen. Oh, the movies. Ah, the escapism of the movies. The alternate re- reality of the movies. Um, So, while, okay, while they're in the parking lot, no, while the place gets robbed, this is when they're in the parking lot um, arguing about the lube, right? And Seth gets hit by his first car of the night because it's not the first time he gets hit. <laughs> he gets hit multiple times by <sighs> things. I was like, damn, this boy's going through it today. But, like, he's standing behind this car. They're arguing. I think, are they arguing about the lube? They're arguing about Fogel. Oh, the, yeah, they're arguing if they should leave Fogel, which Seth is like, fuck him, let's go. And then Evan is like, what's wrong with you? Like, let's, like, we don't want him to go to jail or anything. I think he's getting, like, arrested. And, and Seth is like, he's dead to us. <laughs> and I was like, well, damn. damn. <laughs> and listen, ain't nothing to cut that bitch off, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's. Some people live by that. Some people live by that code. Seth is a piece of shit, though. <laughs> but like, like, no, we're leaving him. He's he's dead. We're got. We're out of here. And he goes to walk away. No, he said, "Fuck, thinking we need to act." And in that same moment, the dude backs his fucking trunk into him and sends him like across the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I. I was, I forgot. What's his name? Jolo Trujillo? I think that's his name? I think so. He pops up in like a bunch of different uh, Judd Apatow movies. He is hilarious. He's such a fucking weirdo. And he's yes. always in something that's like, because what was he in? He was in, who's I love you, man? He was the guy that he goes on the date with and he's like at the soccer game. 
And he has like that weird high voice that like cracks in places. <laughs> People are like, yo, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's being so annoying. And he was also in um, Role Models. That's the other movie where he's like the one of the guys in the role playing game. Is he the like, isn't he the like head of it? No, that's that's Ken. Ken Jong is is that how you pronounce his last name? The uh, the Asian guy. Hi, Doctor Ken. Yes, Doctor Ken. Who is an <laughs> actual doctor of what? In, of medicine. Why are you so upset by this? <laughs> Cause he's a fucking doctor and be acting like this. I'm sorry. I mean, it's he, okay, Brittany. No, it stressed me out. Like. He's a doctor. He is an actual medical doctor. Like doctors can have a sense of humor. He Wait, could what's he a doctor of though, for real. No, he's a. I believe he's a doctor of internal medicine. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Get my internals together. Thank you. Um, but he, you see the shit he be in. I mean, you know, just because you study medicine doesn't mean that you don't have a personality of your own. But the like, you're a learned doctor, sir. That's all right. You're a learned doctor, and you. But he's lazy. He said he doesn't practice his medicine anymore. You're, and also, he was doing his internal medicine residency while he was doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, he wasn't gonna do that for very long. That sounds like a my mama wanted me to go to fucking school to be a doctor exactly I have no problems like. with you wanting to pursue an acting career but you're a learned doctor and you're in the fucking hangover Brittany seems to have a personal vendetta against Ken Dr. Ken just because the uh, oh my god some of the obnoxious shit that he's in is like Sir. Sir. Like I said, Sir. I don't think he was going to be in a doctor for very long because it didn't sound like it. If you do a stand-up comedy while you're doing your residency, how do you even have time to do your residency? He wasn't going to do that shit for very long. Mm-hmm. I hope them fucking, well, you know, I mean, he's an actor, so I'm like, I hope his, uh, I hope them student loans didn't, you know, get too bad, but he be, he's in a ton of stuff. He's like in four things, five, four things this year. My God. I don't even see him around like that, but he pops up. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. Brittany is just salty. So let's keep going. <laughs> well, Brittany stews in her saltiness by Dr. Ken, learned doctor of internal medicine. Um, what's this guy's name again? This Joe, what's his name? Joe? Jolo, I think it's Jolo Trujillo or something. He is fucking hysterical. He's one of my favorite parts of this movie because he's such a fucking weirdo. Everybody in this movie is weird, but he's like a different brand of weird. I feel like most of his stuff is probably improv. It's just like a... It's super weird. Like, a, <laughs> like he will like eat your face, kind of. I feel like he, you know, he, he, he might have some skeletons in the closet, real and figurative. <laughs> This character definitely, something's wrong with him. He's like, because Seth is like, oh, shit, let me just blackmail this dude because he just lost out on $100. That's all he cares about. He don't care about Fogel, um, you know, possibly being arrested. 
So he's like, oh, shit, if you don't give us $100, I'm going to tell the cops that you just hit me with your car. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that, do that. He tries to give him some money. He only has, like, $7. <laughs> Which I was like, listen, I mean, if you're transitioning into, like, you know, a cashless society, I mean, okay. But, like, also, you only have $7 on your person? Not even a 20 <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> It was 2007. We are preparing for the housing crisis. People I mean, going broke. They were. You know, they were. But he doesn't have any money. Um, he says he's got a warrant out for a totally nonviolent crime, which sounds like, like a he lie. Probably, like he also, probably hit somebody else. That sounds like a lie. Yeah, no, that was a total. Why would you say that? A totally nonviolent crime. Like, yeah, okay. Like, you just would have said, like, I have a warrant out for, like, parking tickets or some shit. <laughs> Listen, boy, you probably hit somebody else at your car because you clearly can't look in your rearview mirror. <laughs> and so um, I think he's like, oh, I could take you to go get some booze is his thing. And they go with him. They just jump in the car with this weirdo. Or at least I think it's Seth's idea to go in the car with this weirdo. Because I don't think they even learned his name. But he doesn't. They don't. He doesn't tell them. And they don't ask. Uh-uh. Oh, he no. Just, his name is Francis. I think we find out at the party. <laughs> we do. Because when he gets his beat, he's like, what the fuck are you doing here, Francis? Um, but yeah, like he, they get in the car with this guy. My notes, I was like, he's like every other like weird Uber driver that you hear about. Ask him questions like, okay, so you guys on MySpace? (laughs) 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 I'm like, oh, you know, what do you guys can sit up here? And then Seth is like, no, we're safe and sound here in the back seat. (laughs) Like, do not talk to us. Ever. Ever. ever ever do not speak to us um and so while that's happening the police officers are taking mclovin around they know him as McLovin, and like i said they put on their sirens at red lights almost cause accidents and shit they're total nerds everybody in this movie is a nerd all the yeah. men in this movie are nerds the the girls aren't really people. The girls are kind of just like, meh. Like, we don't really know anything about them. Well, we learn more about Jules a little bit, but she's probably the one we know the most about. I don't know shit about Becca. She, she likes to drink. Friends. She likes to drink and she has shitty friends. Yeah. She has oh. fr- no, she had terrible friends. Mm. No, she had terrible friends. We can get to that part, but she has some raggedy ass friends. So, um,. So they're both on like their different paths, but like the house party that they go to, I had like intense flashbacks of being like weird parties, like in college and stuff. And I was like, oh, like, no, (laughs) why are you going so far for like, I don't think I've ever like gone so far for booze. I guess it's like if you're in a desperate situation, desperate times call for desperate measures. Girl, they went to this party, and all them adults were in there. They were weird. Everybody's, like, staring them down. And he's not even supposed to be there, like, the guy who brings them to the party. Because I forget, what did he do? Um, 
I think they I just like don't like him. Stole from somebody? Probably. <laughs> Maybe that's a nonviolent crime. Maybe. Stealing out here, stealing from folks and shit like that. I think he might have stole from somebody, but he gets his ass like beat Whooped. down. Like he just drags him out, and he gets one licking, and that was the mistake. They he. He gets mollywopped. He gets mollywopped. He gets his. He gets kicked in the balls. Number one, and then just gets stole on. <laughs> and all the people at the party like cheering him on. And Seth and Evan are like, "Shit!" They realize they may have fucked up. They did, but then Evan is like, "Okay, let's go." And Seth is like, "No, we have to get the booze for the party." And I'm just like, "How are you going to get the booze, number one?" Where there's a will, there's a way for Seth. God bless him. And I think at this time, too, Evan's like, fuck it. Like, we don't need the booze. I'm just going to tell Becca how I feel. And I think, like, Seth clowns him again for that. Yeah, he makes fun of him and his feelings. I'm like, let the boy have his feelings. (sighs) So rude. I know. Just trash. And he ended up, like, leaving him there, too. Which I don't know if he got very... He didn't get very far. But he definitely doesn't want to be at the party. But no. I was like, I don't want to be at that party either. That party looks... You know how the vibe just be off? Yeah. That's exactly how that party was when he walked in. It's... Yeah. It's just, it has weird... It has weird vibes. If you get taken there in a weird chariot by a weirdo... The party's gonna have weird vibes. Yeah, I know. I was just like, because this whole thing is like, ooh, it's gonna be booze and girls, booze and girls. <laughs> it's like, you know, that spells, don't you? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> like, me and my roommate used to quote that to each other all the time. Like, I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Do you? I think you do. <laughs> do you? <laughs> like, I don't know why we like that line in that movie so much. Like, in a movie full of quotable lines, like, that was our favorite. But I think from here, it kind of goes back and forward, like, back and forth between Seth and Evan at this one party and then McLovin with the cops. Having the time of his life. He is having a great fucking time. They end up going to a bar to uh because they were called for like a like a disturbance at the bar and and i think slater or michaels is like yeah you always want to go do a call at a bar because then you can get like free booze (laughs) and free beers i was like oh my god and michaels is like yeah that yeah that makes sense because michaels is like new he's like six months on the job or something and um the guy that they go arrest kills me too because he gets the I think they called the cops on him because he was pissing in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, there's piss everywhere. And he's like, you didn't see me pissing anywhere. <laughs> I was like, this is the scene. And somehow McLovin apprehends him as he's running away. With, well, apprehends in quotes. And they're like super excited. Yeah, they're and... like, that's how you take down a motherfucker. I'm like, oh God, oh God. <laughs> And McLevin is a hero, so they buy, quote-unquote, buy McLevin a drink at the bar. 
Mm-hmm. And they put on the tape from the convenient, like the liquor store <laughs> of McLovin oh. getting punched in the face from the robbery. <laughs> I was like, why do they even have, I guess I took it from the. As e- it's it's evidence. evidence. Yeah, it is evidence. They're cracking up at it. <laughs> like America's Funniest Home Videos or something. And they're like, and McLovin is like, hey, do you want to show any ladies this video? And they're like, <laughs> they're like no. Nah, no. You don't want to show no <laughs> ladies this video. You don't want to meet ladies at the bar. Yeah, and they both have had bad experiences at the bar because um, I think Bill Hader's character, Slater, met his wife at a, at a bar and she turned out to be a sex worker. That's not what he calls her, but that's what she is. And it was just like a mess. Like they met each other at the bar and then uh, he said, yeah, you know, 10 minutes later, she was in the, we were in the bathroom and she's putting her mouth around the tip of my penis. <laughs> like who describes it like that? <laughs> Even McLovin's like, you don't have to tell me that. You don't, you don't have to. That's all right. <laughs> we're good. You don't have to tell me that. And then. He talks about his honeymoon. They had group sex. He wasn't in, like involved, but what, from what he could hear, it was great. <laughs> it's like your life is a tragedy, man. And then it turns out that she was a sex worker, and he didn't know. And now he has, uh, I guess, he divorced her, has a new wife, and they're happy. They're really happy. And Michael's met his wife in like a pumpkin patch. Or something. <laughs> That's one of the things that they tell him to do. Like, yeah, you should go like meet your wife or like like meet a girl like at the gym or like a pumpkin patch, depending a on the farmers time of market. Year. The farmers market. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, that's good advice, I guess. <laughs> a pumpkin patch sent me though. <laughs> I'm like, what pumpkin patches be in California? <laughs> Like, what time of year it says? This is... Okay. Anyway. Um, and then, like, Evan at the party, he gets a call from Becca. And I actually like this scene because, like, Becca's trying to call Evan to see if he's actually coming to the party. Yeah. Um, But it's a flip phone with shitty service. So he's mm-hmm. cussing out the phone, but Becca think he, thinks he's cussing her out. <laughs> he's like you stupid piece of shit I'll bitch slap you so hard and Becca's like hey that's not nice that's not it's polite very rude <laughs> <laughs> she likes his boy so much and I'm like oh god bless and he hangs up and then he gets the idea like if he goes back inside the party he can call from the landline cause you know people still had landlines back Girl. then um, that used, used to be my struggle, actually. I used to have, like, a shitty flip phone. That was, like, my first phone. And actually, I think this might have been my second phone. And my second, yeah, my second phone was a flip phone. I thought it was hot shit with that phone. And I could not make calls in certain parts of my house because it was just, like, <laughs> a no-go. Like, in my living room, I couldn't call people. But, like, in my bedroom, I could. Oh, bruh. I was like, God damn, this is raggedy. <laughs> I loved having a flip phone. Like, I love flipping it open and closed so much that one day I flipped and flipped it and broke it in half. 
I just like that the sounds like something that would happen. <laughs> and I like broke it in half. Damn. Yeah. Like snapped it? Yeah, like in two pieces. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just saw a thing online yesterday that they're going to try to bring back a Nokia. No. But like as a flip phone? Absolutely not. People have been talking about wanting flip phones. No, I think they just want that 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 finality of flipping your phone closed and you want to hang out on somebody. Like that one gif of that dude. Yep. That's how I was treating my phone and that bitch snapped. <laughs> I, I mean, I used to do that too. Just like flip it open and close and flip it open and close. I never snapped mine in half though. Brittany got strength. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tiny Hulk. You got Hulk strength. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Oh, is this when he starts dancing with that girl? With Seth is dancing with that girl? Yes. Yes, it is. To the Misfit song? Yes. This theme song? I think that's my muse or something. I was like, wait, I know this song. Like, what is this song from? <laughs> and it was like from Misfits. Aw, R.I.P. to one of the best shows on E4. One of a show that could never be on American television. Nope. And I'm so glad that it didn't work when they tried because they did try. I f- I oh, I forgot they tried. I feel I feel like they, tr- yeah, they did. But um, it didn't happen. Just like when they tried with Skins and that was terrible? Because they put on MTV. If it was MTV of 1990s, maybe, but like MTV of the mid-2000s? Are you... Ugh. <laughs> like, ugh. Anything after like MTV like past 2005 is like a joke. <laughs> like, hang it up. Hang it the fuck up. Like, my God. Just awful. But, um... Yeah, that song has been popping up a lot, actually, which is kind of weird. I'm like, damn, I'm having I can't go back to watching that show because it would like stomp my heart in because I'm like, you ruined this. They ruined that show. They did. Oh, the dancing. We need to. So. (laughs) Apparently, this really happened. Um, In Seth and Evans High School. Not to Seth or Evan. I think it was another guy. Um, but some girl is in, like, they're dancing. Um, and Seth is like, I guess I'll dance with this girl. And then they're grinding to, like, Notorious B.I.G. at one point. Mm-hmm. And Seth don't know what to do with his hands <laughs> or anything like that. And the song ends and she just, like, kind of gets off of him. Is like, thanks. And just, like, walks off. And he's like, what the fuck did just happen? Um, so he's running around looking for boost, I think, to steal, or he finds some boost to steal in, like, um, is this, no, this is before he finds the boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, some guy's like, what's that stain on your leg? And he was like, I don't know, like, what is it? And then, <laughs> and the dude, like, touches the, first of all, I would not. No. Not with my own two hands. And not without no hand sanitizer. That's no. what I could think of. I was like, no, no, no. You just wiped that on the fucking sofa. Nasty. And and on his friend's like arm. The dude was like, don't touch me. 
But he's like, yo, is this blood on you? Like, this is blood. Like, that's blood. And he's like, why would I have blood on me? And he's like, well, you dancing with some chicken there? And he's like, yeah, so. And he's like, okay, catch a clue, dumbass. <laughs> and he's, okay. Like, I think I would actually probably freak out, too. I think I would have, like, meltdown. <laughs> um... If somebody's blood, first of all, I don't do body fluids. I, the stress, like, (laughs) I was thinking, like, I would be absolutely disgusted because that is, that's, that's. I feel like biohazard is the word. Yeah, I mean, mean, you know how I feel about bloodborne pathogens like you know how i feel about bloodborne pathogens i feel about any sort of pathogens really like Like, you i keep wet wipes in my bag at all times like (laughs) that's who i am as a person i have hand sanitizer and wet wipes at all times on my person at all times um so this was a very stressful situation I don't be like, oh, your period is dirty. It's not that. It's just like blood in general. Like, no, that's it's not my like, own. Is not not the wave. Yeah, like blood. I'm okay with my blood. <laughs> I am not okay with anybody else's blood. My blood, because it's my blood. But a stranger's blood in a no. public setting at a party of strangers. <laughs> His little run around for the line for the bathroom fucking killed me, man. Because he was like, is this like the thing? Like, is this the, is this the bathroom? Like, where's the bathroom? Some girl's like, oh, I have a tampon. He's like, ha, 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 And then he's running for the bathroom. And he's like, is this the line for the bathroom? And the girl's like, what the fuck does it look like? He's like, mm, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. That is one of my favorite parts of the movie. I, again, I do not know why that line always stands out to me, but it does. And I'm just like, damn. He was telling people that I was like Merlot on his pants. Bro. And I was like, it's, everybody knows. But I also felt really bad for the girl. Like, imagine getting your period at the party. And like, did she not know? Was she too drunk to know? She was fucked up. She was fucked up. And everybody knows because you're that girl. Like, everybody saw you dancing with this guy. Everybody saw. She's the girlfriend of the boy, the guy who owns the house. Yes. She's the girlfriend of the boyfriend. Oh, dumb. She is the girlfriend of the guy who, like, beat up the other guy at the yes. beginning of the party. So, like, I don't think maybe I really, like, make fun of her. Everybody was talking about it. Yeah. It but is, that's like, still embarrassing. It is. I mean, maybe she was sober. She'd give a shit. I don't think she really cared. Well, she kind of did care because at the fight, there was a big fight, and she hits him with a lamp. <laughs> yeah, because she said, you embarrassed me. I didn't mean to be your tampon. Like, what are you doing? Oh, you're in, you are in your house. Like, you can go get a, a, you know, you can go get your situation handled. Maybe. I change your clothes is right there. Maybe they don't, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? We have a house together. I feel like, you know, 
It wasn't like some ranky, like janky little apartment. They could have done that. Maybe. But with all the bathrooms being occupied, Seth runs in the basement to wash off the blood. Like, uh, like literally, <laughs> like, whatever, but it's someone else's blood. Ugh. That's that's the key point that we're saying. It belongs to somebody else. And we don't like that shit. <laughs> yes. It's somebody else's. <laughs> that's the major thing. Somebody else's. Um and um he gets most of it off, but he opens the fridge and finds like a bunch of beer in the fridge. So being that he's a child, he gets the bright idea to put beer in a laundry detergent bin like container yeah like a jug and he pours all the laundry detergent out you know he didn't rinse it oh no he doesn't he doesn't because when he goes to the party it ends up being blue he's like have some blue beer and i'm like i just had like a thought of like tide pods and shit like <laughs> it's like this is poison bruh mm-hmm. but i mean kids and he steals a whole bunch of beer. He goes upstairs. He's uh, like, he wants to leave. Um, and he runs into the boyfriend who put the guy who brought them to the party out. And he looks at that guy's leg. He's like, oh, blood breath. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and they kind of get into it now. Meanwhile, the Evan, coke room. Evan in his call to Becca, he gets trapped in a room with people about to do coke, and Ooh, that shit was scary. <laughs> I mean, I've been in a similar, but not really similar situation i wasn't i was kind of trapped in a room but right i wasn't trapped it was just like people just brought out coke and i was like oh, oh no was this a white party was this a white party Brittany? it was it wasn't a white party but oh, oh no i was i I was, like, the only person that was alarmed by the Coke being out. Oh, you niggas on the booger sugar. Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, I, I looked around. I was, like, are you doing cocaine? <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally, like, gasped. Like, <gasps> and then I was, <laughs> like. hand on your chest. Yes. I was, like, my word. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, oh, okay. Well, no, I would not be prepared for that shit. I was like, okay. They were scary guys, too. They were. They were a bunch of scary guys. This is like a ca- like cameo central because it's like Martin Starr, who's in Freaks like a and bunch Geeks. Of other, yeah, he's in Freaks and Geeks. He's in a bunch of other um, Judd Apatow movies. And then. And um, Spider Man. Homecoming. He is R. the teacher in Spider-Man Homecoming. Wait, did he? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, do you say R.I.P.? Because the yeah, Spider-Man ain't part of the MCU no more. Oh, I, thought he di- I was like, are you telling me he died in the thing? Oh, yeah. Nah. I mean, oh, he probably yeah. got snapped and came back, probably. Oh, he was a good teacher. I mean, he tried. 
Zendaya. <laughs> MJ had to put them, get them right together. I'm like, I don't want to visit the Washington Monument. I don't want to visit a monument made by slaves. And he's like, I don't <laughs> And then the guard was like, yeah. Well, yeah you, don't, you don't want that smoke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, and then it's the kid from... Um, I always think of him as a kid from the Adams Family Values, the really nerdy kid. David Crumholtz. You do first and last name, so I David know what time it is Krumholtz, for you. David Crumholtz, a.k.a. I know time it is for Brittany. His name is David Crumholtz. Okay, uh, he was on Numbers. He's on some show. Well, he was on some show on, like, CBS or whatever. It's called like, Numbers. Oh, okay. Okay. He was okay. on numbers. Okay. All right. And there's some other weird people in this part in like the room. I don't remember what their whole thing was, but like or who they were. But they end up mistaking Evan for some dude that was at another party. He's like, You're oh Jimmy. Uh, whoever Jimmy was. Talking about, oh, you're Jimmy's brother, the singer. And they're like, uh, he's like, uh, no. He's like, no, no, sing for us, sing for us. My brother came here all the way from Scottsdale, Arizona to be here tonight, and you're not going to sing for him? <laughs> this is so specific. And his brother was like, yeah, sing like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Just all, so, like, monotone. And he starts, what's the song he starts singing? I don't know this song. But apparently uh, it pops up later on the radio. Is it? I forget the name of the song. I, I call it Your Eyes, but it's not. He sang it so shittily, too. He was like, I just got to distract him. Um, these eyes. He was having a, he was having a time. He it's having a by time. the guess who? These eyes? I never heard of it. Yeah, this is out of my range. (laughs) But he sings this song like shit. (laughs) But, you know, they're into it. They're also on coke, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're high as shit. (laughs) That one dude was trying to harmonize like, wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this is also when... Uh, oh, where well, he gets confronted, but Seth gets confronted by the by the guy who owns the house, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? And why do you have this? Why do you have this detergent?" And there's like a huge fight that breaks out. Um, and somehow they manage to get away. Evan Seth managed to get away with the cops. Uh, Michaels and Slater end up getting called to the party, which turns into a huge mess because while Seth and Aaron, Aaron, while Seth and Evan are running away from the party, they also start getting into an argument about basically like why the fuck they were there and, and why did Evan bail on him? And Evan pushes Seth into the road and he gets hit by the police car. (laughs) He should be dead, honestly. He hit that fucking windshield so hard. That they were doom doom. Did he go over the car or like did he just hit the windshield? I 
I think he hit the windshield and boop boop off the 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 hood. You know, maybe he tucked and rolled a little bit. <laughs> After the first hit, he was like, let me just make sure I got my shit together before another car comes. Another car came. I was like, damn, how you get hit by a car twice in a night? He should I would have called it a night by then. Have a concussion when he wakes up the next morning. A concussion and like a back injury. He probably got fucked up back for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. You don't think about that when you're children, but like when you get older. These are important things to consider, guys. My God. Uh, <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> As a woman in your, what, mid to late 40s? And 80 and 25. Oh, this is just, you're just spanning the whole fucking <laughs> life cycle at this point. My goodness. Uh, so they're like, the, okay, first of all, the cops are drunk because they've been fucking around with the breathalyzer with McLovin. And they even also were playing lightsaber with their flashlights and shining it in each other's eyes while they're driving. Genius. <laughs> and so they're like, fuck, we're fucked. And their first thing is like, oh, let's just pin it on the guys. Like, we're just going to say that they were drunk and they just like stepped out in front of our car or something like that. Is that what they were going to do? They, about the windshield? Yeah, like when Seth hits the windshield, they're like, we got to cover this up. Yeah, they were, they were going to break the windshield? Then he couldn't? The the windshield was broken, so. They were, I forgot what they were going to do. They end up pushing the whole thing out, though. Well, yeah, because he can't, well, after, okay, so he's got... Slater has them on the ground. He's like, pussies on the pavement, fellas. And makes them hold hands. And then uh, they're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, Michaels is in the car with McLovin, like, McLovin, McLovin, McLovin. Smoke up. Gives him a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, we're just going to pin this on these two guys. And you're just going to be our witness. And so they're like, I guess like they jumped in front of the car. They did something. They were drunk. And, you know... McLovin hasn't really figured out that that's his friends. And so he's like, yeah, I'll say whatever. And he gets on the car and he sees them. And Evan kind of puts two and together. And they're both like, what the fuck is he doing with these cops? And split second decision. Evan gets up and just runs away. (laughs) And it was such a casual run. But he, like, makes a break for it. And I was like, damn, this kid should be, like, on track or something. He is gone. Yeah, he's he's out of there, and they start flipping out. I think McLovin and and uh, Seth run away with the, the other, like the remaining booze in the detergent, and then they're Michaels and Slater are freaking out, and uh, I think Slater sends Michaels like run after Evan. Which he can't do it. He ends up declaring him like the fastest kid alive. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's a freak of nature. He's the fastest kid alive. And Slater is chasing Evan and McLovin through like a bunch of like neighborhoods and shit. Evan, or no, Seth gets hit by a fucking bat <laughs> for running through some like guys, 
uh, yard during like uh, like a slumber party, and the dude's like, "You six sons of bitches!" <laughs> and that guy was played by Seth Rogen's actual dad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. But I was like, "Damn, you got hit by car. You got hit by two different cars, and you got hit in the head with a bat. Like, how are you still standing?" Yeah, he he should be fucked up, guys. <laughs> Something should be something is when he wakes up in like the next like morning or two, he's gonna be like something is not clicking up here, like spinally, but also like like when I drink uh, Mountain Dew and tequila. Please don't do that anymore. I want you to love yourself and also survive. I mean, what do I have to lose at this point? You have to lose this podcast, Brittany. Damn it. <laughs> She's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> what do I have to lose? I, I like living on the air. <laughs> My God, you're going to hear about Brittany on the news one day. <laughs> Local woman <laughs> climbs roof in tequila and Mountain Dew fuel binge. <laughs> get on the bus to the party still they're, they're still going to the fucking party the dude that got arrested in the bar earlier ended up because they left his ass <laughs> he is on the bus and he's like oh it's you McMuffin <laughs> you don't have your cops here now yeah he's you. gonna beat I wasn't gonna take his he's gonna like, take the alcohol or beat him up or both I think he just he- wanted the booze he already had one of the detergents and he was drinking it. Uh, I didn't see that. <laughs> he was like, I want all of it. I remember him saying, give me the booze. Yeah, he wanted the booze. They ended up breaking the gold slick. Mm-hmm. And, and Evan almost lost it. Yeah, he lost. He was, he was, I mean, they're having a terrible night. I'd be like, man, fuck this shit. I'm not doing no more. You're like, I would just go home. I, yeah, but they're so close at the same time. I'm just like, shit. Um, they end up getting kicked off off the bus. And then they're walking to the party. Like, McLovin doesn't know anything about, like, what's been going on between the two of them and how they've been fighting. And he's like, oh, my God, like, we're so close to the party. And, like, uh, somehow he lets it slip that they're going to be rooming next year at Dartmouth. And Seth is like, what the fuck? Like. Of course, you fucking traitor. <laughs> and then McLovin is like, basically like tough titties. Get over it. <laughs> like, I mean, grow up. I would be like that too. Like, grow up, grow up, bitch. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Because the whole time, everybody, when they're talking to Seth and Evan, they're like, oh, y'all are going to like go crazy next year. And. Evan always mentioned, like, oh, we're going to different schools. And then people are like, well, what's going to happen? Like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to, like, function without each other? And they're like, well, we're fine. We're going to function fine with that. Like, I mean, I met him when I was eight, so I lived without him before. And I'm like, damn, like, y'all really haven't been apart in, like, a decade <laughs> at all. And I mean, I mean. McLovin was right. Like, 
But I feel like when you're at that age, like you don't know, like stuff like that happens quite frequently between people, like the older you get. Yeah. Because like that's that's kind of one of the things that happens towards like the end of the movie, like. You know, people end up going in separate ways and stuff, which in high school, you're just like, oh, shit, that's fucked. And then, I mean, there's people I do not remember from high school <laughs> at all. <laughs> there's a lot of people I do, am still friends with from high school, which is amazing, um, probably because of the Internet and only the Internet. But, um, yeah, it's like one of those things you learn that sucks. Friendships don't always last. Yeah, but you don't. You wouldn't know that yeah, until you grow up. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things that you just kind of learn over time. So sorry to be a downer, but like that's what happens. Um, so they finally make it to the party. And for the first time, I think this is like the first time Seth has ever been popular and liked, like had the semblance of people liking him. Because everybody's, like, been waiting for them to show up with alcohol, which is just, like, what, like, two bags and, like, a a detergent. And people are already drunk at the party, so. You know, people do pregame or bring their yeah. own. But there's plenty of people who are just sitting around, like, waiting. And, uh, you know, he's kind of living it up. He's like, oh, my God, I'm, like, popular. And then Evan finds Becca. She's wasted already. I was like, damn, how long were y'all at the party? <laughs> um, and this is what his, he's like, oh, her friend is like, she's been talking a lot about you. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll fully blow him tonight. And Evan's like, what? That's crazy. And I did not like her friends. I said that earlier, but I will reiterate. I did not like her friends. Because I was you didn't like, like Gabby? I didn't like Gabby with her weird fucking like laugh or whatever. The laugh was fucking terrible. <laughs> I hated Gabby. Uh, she gives him like the idea. She's like, "Oh yeah, if you're both drunk, it won't matter." That's Meanwhile, homegirl logic. On the, she's on the ground. Like her friend's just laying on the ground. Nobody's helping her up. I don't even think Gabby was that drunk. Yeah. I was like, "Oh no, you got bad friends, girl. This needs to be one of the friends that you cut off." <laughs> when y'all, when you get your cap and gown and go across the fucking stage and, you know, get your little uh, diploma or whatever, like, cut that bitch off. Because she's awful. Like, why would you do that? I feel like this is bat logic. It's like youth logic. <laughs> yeah, like, bat child logic. Also, again, a lot of murkiness with consent. I was like, that's like not a how lot, that works. A lot of murkiness with consent. Like, even though we were taught no means no, we have learned time and time again that for some people, no doesn't mean no. Un- like, writing like this kind of aids into that. Right. I was like... Because mm-hmm. we have a film right now that is literally telling you if she's drunk and you're drunk, then you guys are on the same level of consent. Like, oh, that's not how that works <laughs> at all. Like, 
And that's not even something I was like, like considering when I was watching this movie for the first time. Cause I was like, never like occurred to me any of this stuff that was happening. Like I wasn't really like, it was like, uh, like I would, I don't know. I didn't think it was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But I also didn't really like register. I was like, oh, that's not, that's not right. I definitely didn't have the words to be like, even if, if I had considered it to be like, mm, something's going off in the back of my head. Like, why is that feel weird? I didn't probably wouldn't have the words to describe like why. Like, I feel like now in like 2019, like we have the reason, like words to be like, this is fucked up and here's why. But at the time it was like, all right, the story is progressing. I was like, she, the girl's really drunk too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's wrong with her? But it's so like, like who decided that was a good idea? Yeah. To put that in. <laughs> I, again, I feel like the reason that this was included is because two, literally two teenage boys wrote this movie. Yeah. It was refreshed over time as those teenage boys aged into men. Yeah. Like it was rewritten, but it was still written by men. Yeah. And, like, Evan ends up being like, no, let's not do this because she's so fucking drunk. She's like, I'm going to give you the best, what'd she say, blowjay? <laughs> I'm going to give you the best blowjay ever with my mouth. <laughs> yes. Help this child. And he's just like, oh, no, this is not. Because he tries to get drunk first. He tries to do it. He's like, it's just not working. And, you know, uh she ends up like they let her go through the room with him too and i was like your friends are trash man god damn your friends are trash i mean one of his her friends is clark duke so yeah well i wasn't even talking about her i'm talking about gabby gabby should be like hey girl like let's uh i was like first of all she's on the ground second of all she's like take a drink (laughs) it's like oh no he's like oh to respecting women, he's like, oh, you can tell he's like not comfortable at all or whatever. And um, I was just like, you're not gonna get your girl. Like, y'all just gonna let her just go up there. You got like adolescent brain. This is what my friend really wanted, so I'm gonna let it happen. I'm not gonna stand in my friend's way. Uh, like you know, I feel like now it's kind of like girls would be like, nah, don't don't do that. Like, yeah. here, come with me. Come dance with me. Don't, don't, let's not. <laughs> but who is, who are you talking about? What random white person are you talking about now? Clark Duke. I hate Clark Duke. Who the fuck is that? He was the dude in their squad. So an extra? <laughs> he was on Greek. Okay. A show I never watched. You need to get into it. Your your encyclopedic knowledge of random white people will never fail to astonish. This me. is how my brain works. This is what tequila and this is what she does, does y'all. To she'll your brain. Like, hate, she'll be like, I hate this guy, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> and then I'll Google. And I'm like, who the hell is this? This is what tequila does to your brain. Okay. No, I can't remember, like, my own name sometimes, but... That's not good. Okay. That's, that's not good. Yeah, that's I don't related know. related to Madrid. I, I, I don't know who this is, so... I feel like I've seen this person. Oh, he was in Kick-Ass? Yes. And that's the only thing I've ever seen him in. Oh, in Kick-Ass 2. Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. But I don't keep track of this person he was just on greek and he got on my nerves and i don't like him okay 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> he was Rusty's friend on Greek, and he was an asshole. Okay. And you need to watch Greek. Greek if anybody's seen this show, please let me know. I should actually shout watch out Greek. to Greek. Okay, if you let me know, hit us up, like and subscribe. Hit us up if you like Cappy or Evan. Okay, she, Cappy or Evan. Fuck is she talking about you guys? <laughs> Let me know if you like Kathy. Let me know if you like Evan, okay? I'm gonna take your word for it. I'm team Cappy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, care for Evan Chambers, alright. See, she's going deeper and deeper into names. I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck you're talking about. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um so, meanwhile, I think Becca ends up throwing up on the comforter. Mm-hmm. And that just spoils the moment, which he was kind of like, no, you don't want to do this. She's like, I don't understand why you're being such a little bitch about it. It's like, damn, she left the top, she left the top of saying a little bit. Not to give him, like, too much, like, props or credit or whatever, but I was like, I wonder what he was kind of be like, damn, like, I just was trying to, like, not do anything sus. <laughs> And she was like, you're being a little bitch. She was very upset. She was, but then it didn't matter because she threw up on the comforter. Yeah. So meanwhile, while this is all happening upstairs, uh, Seth finds Jules. And he's like super drunk and he's trying to talk to her. And she's kind of like, uh, uh. <laughs> and, um, She's, like, completely sober. She actually does not drink. And he's like, I love talking and conversing with you. <laughs> and she's kind of just like, oh, child, no. And uh, I think he tries to kiss her, right? And she's like, um, you're drunk, so let's not. I don't know if this is because he was drunk or because she didn't really, I mean, really didn't want to, like, be, have anything to do with him. A little both. I feel like it's a little... A and a little bit of B. Yeah, a little bit. Mostly, I think, because he's drunk. And um, he's like, oh, like, I mean, he's like, eh. like he looks all sad and shit. And, um, girl, like, she's like, you know, we don't have to, like, do anything right now. And she's trying to, like, talk to him. Like, I guess, like, kind of, like, give him, like, a little pep talk or whatever. Because... He tells her, like, oh, yeah, like, you're drunk. Everybody drinks. He's like, no, I just get drinks for, like, the party because other people drink. And he's like, but I was going to get drunk and, like, talk to you. And she was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like, you would never talk to me if, like, or get with me if I was, like, uh, if you were, like, sober or whatever. And she was like, I mean, like, we don't have to do anything right now. And... She sounds like she likes him ish, and then he fucking passes out and hits her in the fucking eye with his entire forehead. And that shit be. I know that it had to hurt, like in real life. If like if that happened in real life, yeah, that'll fuck your shit up. John has a big head. Yeah, and I can say that as a girl with a big head. <laughs> man has a big head okay and he's lost a lot of weight but like at this point in time he had a big ass head and i was like "Ooh, i know that like in real life straight to like die and she was like what the fuck 
like she like leaves him on the floor because <laughs> he passed out. He's like, I'm sorry. And you see, like the police are coming. It's the same cops. There's only like two cops in this whole fucking town. Yeah. And so Seth is barely conscious, but he sees the police are coming. So his gut instinct is, I have to save my friend. Yeah, Evan was in there. Was he with Maroki from Home Ec? Yes. Sitting there chilling drunk on uh, on the sofa. And he's kind of half passed out. And Seth goes and runs and rescues him with the strength of 10,000 men. And tries to, he carries him out to safety. Mm-hmm, like wedding style. <laughs> and meanwhile, he is like, and, um, he's hitting Evan's head on shit and <laughs> knocking stuff over with Evan's like barely conscious body. They could both have fucking a brain damage, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Spinal issues. Me, and also while all this is going on, uh, Fogel is upstairs fucking sort of I mean he gets it in he said oh my god it's in it's in and then the cops show up (laughs) she's like what the fuck and they're like they don't know that that McLovin is not 25 they don't know he's not a 25 year old Hawaiian organ donor they just go by like what didn't they say they knew he was young I don't think but they didn't really know I feel like, they, I feel like they knew he wasn't. They of course they knew his name wasn't no damn McLovin. I mean I don't know. They're kind of fucking idiots. Like they drew the Eminem on the paper. Do um, you really trust the person who draws an Eminem on the paper and you say he looks like Eminem? It, no, I mean you can't. No, Brittany, don't try to justify it. <laughs> <laughs> they can be just swinging. I mean, like you know, like let me just look at both sides of the equation. <laughs> I mean. They, I don't know. <laughs> and they were like, are you violating her with your penis? And he's like, you think I thought you were friends? I thought you were, we were friends, McLovin. <laughs> his little face, he was like, no. He's like shaking his head. <laughs> and the poor girl like runs out. Like, oh, this poor baby. And like, no, we, what did, Michaels was like, we shouldn't be cock blocking him. We shouldn't be blocking his cock. We should be guiding his cock. And I was like, ew. <laughs> but I think, what did they say? They said their whole rationale was like, oh, we knew you were young, but we wanted to show you, like, cops can have a good time, too. And I was like, ew. No. He. <laughs> it, they. I feel like they didn't. I, I'm still in this. I feel like they knew he was like. Of the high schooler, because look at him. I mean, yeah, look at him. He and looks I, like you could snap him in half. And they wanted to. They said that they wanted to take him under their wing because they were losers. Everybody in this fucking movie is a loser. And they wanted to show him a good time because they didn't have a good time in high school. So. I felt that was very kind-hearted of them. Yeah, you know, on some cop shit, I guess. And even though they caused a considerable amount of chaos throughout the course of the night, because they did a lot of crime. 
crimes. A lot of crimes. Drinking while driving. Um, Letting underage kids drink. Trying to pin uh, some bullshit crime on two underage kids. <laughs> um, in the end, when they did go and destroy the cop car and do donuts. And then what What else did they do? They shot the car? They let McLovin? Yes. First of all, they let McLovin hold their gun. Yes. I'm like, these are all just like... They let a civilian discharge a police weapon. Okay, come on uh, with the jargon. I that I messed that up, but <laughs> I know it was like a civilian. I know they discharged an officer's weapon. So those are definitely crimes. Yeah, I mean, the whole, their their whole night was a crime from start to finish. Yes. But, you know, they they do him a solid. They try to make him look like a badass and try to, like, arrest him for, like, something. They even say what it was. I forget. But oh. Was- yeah, I think it was probably assault. I think it was sexual assault, honestly. What? Was it? I think it was. No. No, because they were, like, the girl was, like, yo, look, he's so, like, cool. And I was, like. Wait, no, Brittany, don't tell me that's true. I, I feel like they were like, you're assaulting this girl, aren't you? Aren't you, McLovin? But that was when they were in the room. That was before they had the heart to heart. Oh, they yeah. were saying he assaulted an officer or something. Okay, good grief. <laughs> I was like, Brittany, don't tell me I got to throw this movie away. <laughs> I was literally having a heart attack over here. But they still made that comment. Yeah. Which was like, oh god, yeah, no, dude. And also, they thought it like the character of Nick Nick Nicola, who McLovin had a a a crush on. Mm -hmm. She thought it was okay because McLovin was twenty five, so they wrote a script where a teenage girl was going to sleep with a twenty five year old man. I'm so confused about like. Didn't she recognize him from the hallway in the beginning? Girl, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> girl, I don't know. I was like, I mean, maybe she just wasn't, you know, she's like, who the fuck? Because he was following her with her G-string. And she turned around like, who the fuck is following me? And he's like, it's 1023. <laughs> and she's like, What? He just turns around and runs off. So maybe she didn't get a clear look at him as he told her the time. But also, yeah, like, why are you writing about underage? You know? I mean, I don't know if she's underage, but, like, even then, it's like, ew. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Mm -mm. But they ended up destroying the car and everything in it. So cops do have fun, I guess. So they, like, cart... McLovin out of the party and he's like fighting his arrest and then the guy who spit on Seth earlier in the movie spits on one of the cops yeah and he gets uh what is that thing they have the stick the little a baton yeah or billy club billy club that's is it a billy club I don't know girl I don't know (laughs) I think it's a baton when you say baton, I think of like a baton from like a yeah yeah. 
I'm like, you know, yes. y'all know. Yes, that thing, that thing right there. Yes. Color guard. <laughs> yeah. Color guard, yes. Like, anybody homecoming. Like, who was like, color guard, like, recognize us, yes. <laughs> recognize our power. Um. So, at the end of this part, Seth and Evan make it home, I guess to Evan's house. We never see Seth's house or family or anything. As far as we know, this kid just comes out the ground in the morning and goes over to Evan's house. Um, but they're like talking like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I love you. I love my best friend, Evan. <laughs> this is the only time they ever say it. And they're like booping each other on the nose and stuff. Boop, boop, boop. boop. <laughs> And then the next morning, it's like, they're like, oh, like something has changed in between them. Like, like Seth admits, like when they're like drunk and they're like about to pass out, he admits that he knows that he knew that um, uh, Evan was going to room with Fogel. Yeah. And he found he, out he weeks ago. Yeah. He snooped and saw the papers, like the. I don't know, room assignments or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew. Yeah, but he never said anything. And hey. he's like, I'm, so Evan's like, I'm afraid. I don't live in fucking Fogel, but I'm afraid to live with strangers. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I guess it's a good reason. I was like, damn, Fogel's taking it. And, I mean, that would be my logic, too, honestly. Oh, my God. I fucking hated my first roommate and my third roommate. Ugh. My first roommate was an absolute nightmare. My first roommate was like annoying and her friend was a racist. <laughs> and ah! like, oh God, I don't even have time to tell this story. But like, yeah, I found out some things and I was like, okay, cool. All right. All right. But like my third roommate was terrible. She was messy and like would not buy toilet paper and all kinds of shit. And I was just like, nope, I cannot do this. Another year, I'm not doing it. Because if my mom had had her way, I would have stayed in the dorms forever. And I was like, no. But who was your terrible roommate? Um, That is the roommate that would spend all... This is why I hate Keisha Cole. Um, this is very, very random. <laughs> yeah, I hate Keisha Cole. So if you want to know why I hate Keisha Cole, I correlate love by Keisha Cole to this roommate. Hey. Yes, it's oh, never it just, <laughs> Every oh god, I found. Yes, <laughs> so she was trying to make that vibrato hit. <laughs> she would play BT, um, midnight. Wait, what is it called? The you know the midnight. Whatever used to come on late, where it's just be like Midnight Soul or whatever the fuck. Oh, I was about to say it's not uncut. <laughs> no, it, they that's when uncut was banned. Oh, um, yeah. But it would be like Midnight Soul, so that would be on all night like, until it goes off, and I would have early morning oh, classes. Midnight Love. So I would go to bed hearing Keisha Cole most nights of my like first semester of my freshman year. Because she would listen to her TV on, like, volume 40. Why? Um, I don't know. She would leave trash and her drawers on the floor. Oh, 
Okay. In the dorm room, um, she would turn off the AC where we went to school. Was hot as fuck. It was hot all the time. So when she turned off the hair, the AC, it and you would leave like she wouldn't take out the trash. So her trash, it would smell like garbage in the room, and she was just nasty. And she would also spend the whole day outside, and it'd be hot as fuck. And then she would come in, spray on baby fat perfume, and then go out to the club. <laughs> and I would be like, you ain't about to shower? And she'd be like, no. <laughs> and I'd be like, what? And I was like, uh-uh. And one day I approached her, because, like, I am an only child, so I didn't have naturally didn't have siblings so i didn't have to share a room with anybody so i would be like i for a moment i was like okay so i never had a roommate before don't know what it's like to share a room with people i'm gonna just let her do her but that day when her drawers is on the fucking floor i was like okay hey let's how about let's clean up this room and she started talking to me crazy. Like, she was like, I don't have things that you have. I was like, what, a broom? <laughs> and she's like, I don't have the things that you have. I was like, having things don't have nothing to do with you picking up your damn drawers. <laughs> so we got into a little scuffle. And then I went to the RA and was like, we cannot be roommates because I'm about to hit her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I met my other roommate like she I had to be moved out of the room and then I met my next roommate and we became like besties mm, yeah I but she was disgusting I wonder how Fogel and Evan that did not roommates. go well it probably lasted like a semester Thank yes you. I could tell that probably didn't go well <laughs> so after this um like, I think Seth is like, oh, I want to go to the mall. I want to, like, get new clothes. Because we never mentioned he was wearing, like, Evan's dad's clothes all night, which is, like, super, like, a 70s cowboy shirt or whatever. And he was like, oh, I'm I'm getting inspiration. Like, I need new clothes. And, you know, I kind of want them tight. So, like, it'll inspire me to lose more weight. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. And... Um, they end up seeing Jules and, um, Becca at the mall, like in the food court kind of Beck, uh, Becca doesn't remember anything allegedly. And then, um, Jules has a giant fucking black eye. <laughs> God. I was like, that, it takes up like half her, like, it's not even just her eye. It's like down her cheek or whatever. I was like, his face basically hit your face. Yeah, it fucked her shit up. It fucks her up. And um, they are there to get a new comforter because Becca threw up on um, Jules's parents' comforter, probably. No, <laughs> that was her comforter. Oh, even worse. Like, imagine if you went home, like, you went to your room after not drinking all night and somebody had just thrown up on your fucking bed. I would lose it, honestly. <laughs> At least she told her. That I would yeah, be like, me- this is why I don't want people in my home. <laughs> she had to have known that would happen. A bunch of fucking high school idiots. 
or whatever in your house. Something, something terrible is happening. I'm surprised nothing else happened besides like the cops coming. House parties give me hives. Like, oh, I never gone to. Well, we've already talked about this. Like, see episode one, but like I've never gone to like a good house party, and I probably never will because I'm old. Yeah, you could throw a house party or a, a wine. Ooh, a wine tasting. <laughs> so Brittany can fly down and put mis- like tequila in the Moscato or whatever. I have a all. very nice um, sangria recipe. I also have really nice ideas for like don't take white claws, white no. spritzers. If you want to live, don't do it. Don't do it. I love my white claw wine spritzers, bro. I love my white claw and yours. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't listen to Brittany if you want to (laughs) live. All your, all your. I am here for a good time, not a long time, guys. (laughs) It doesn't have to be this way, y'all. It don't have to be this way. So, uh, at the end of the movie, I guess they decide to... Well, one decides to go with one. (laughs) Evan decides to go with Becca. I forget what they end up going to look for. Um, Becca and Evan are looking for comforters. Oh, yeah, because they... Oh, because he wants to go to the mall for a comforter. Mm Mm-hmm. And the whole, that's the whole reason. I was like, where? I guess like a Daisy Penny or some shit. I don't know. Or Sears. Sears, when Sears is still like a big thing. Hard to believe. Mm-hmm. I could go to Dillard's or Macy's. <laughs> I'm going to be like, man, head your ass like Ross or something. <laughs> Keep it cute. <laughs> Get that shit for half off. And then, um, oh, Beck, no, not Becca. Um, Jules and Seth are going to look for concealer for her giant ass fucking bruise that she has on her face. I was like, you might as well just just cake that on, girl, because it wasn't just like a little bruise. It was just huge. It was like a constellation. I was like, damn, it was bad. But they they kind of part ways and it's almost like they broke up with each other. Yeah. Cause they're like, like Seth is looking up at Evan as they're going down the escalator, and it's like they're parting ways. Even though they like, they're like, oh yeah, I'll call you tomorrow or something. Like yeah, I have your, I have your information, and but it's like different. Shit's different. They have been forced to grow up yeah. a little bit. A tiny bit, cause I don't know about Seth growing up, but like, <laughs> but like they. I didn't realize this, like, one of the the many times I watched it, but they do kind of, like, feel like, like I said earlier, like, their friendship has sort of not necessarily drifted, but, like, you get the sense of, like, it's kind of, like, the beginning of the end for them because unless they, like, stay in touch a lot, and they might because they have the whole summer before they go, but they're going to different schools um, they already have all this shit that they kind of unloaded on each other the night before because Evan was like, I'm tired of being, like, I basically wasted my whole, like, high school years fucking around with you. 
and making fun of shit and not going out for stuff I want to do and like make friends. Cause he's like, I don't have any fucking friends. He's got Fogel and he's got Seth <laughs> and he's not, um, he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's still a virgin. He's like, I'm just going to college. Like, like what did I do? I didn't do shit this entire time. He's like, I should have been spending this time like making memories and stuff. And I've been hanging out with you wasting my time. I feel like if somebody told me that, I'd be like, uh. So don't <laughs> hang out with me no more. Yeah, but like also like you can't really come back from that because like they spent so much time together. And I'm sure like Seth, they're so attached to each other. But also there's like resentment there. And like, how do you come back from that resentment? And I don't know, like they're dudes. They might not never mention it again. But um, it felt like they were kind of going on different paths. Yeah. Which was my, I mean, it could be for, it was for the best. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it could be good, it could be bad, but it's like, nah, it's, it's for the best, I think. Just so they can, like, meet other people, too. Like, what do you, like, y'all are literally going off to school not knowing anybody. Like, Evan has the advantage of knowing Fogel, but, like, I'm sure he won't, like, hang out with him for very long, and then you're going off not knowing anybody, and you have the personality of, like, a <laughs> dickhead to, like, this is going to be uphill battle for the both of y'all. Yeah. So. Yeah. A little break up there. Look at, look at the spin that Seth and Evan gave us. But they're still friends. Yes, yeah, Seth and Evan are still friends in real life. They still work on stuff, as we said, I think, in the beginning um they just put out a movie this year and then good boys yeah that shit looks crazy but for somebody i'm sure they enjoy it <laughs> and i think they worked on preacher together which is another thing they enjoyed from their childhood so like um they seem like they have a good partnership yeah so maybe this is a little therapeutic sometimes yeah, maybe they had one of these moments in real life where they were just like, I'm fucking sick of you. But like, I mean, I doubt it, <laughs> but it would be nice like to know, I guess, if they did. Yeah. And I feel like all friendships have like ups and downs for like long term friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you've been knowing someone for years. Yeah. Yeah. You have those moments. You get into that groove with people. Yeah. Too. Like you don't really want to rock the boat and then something just like might set you off. Cause yeah. <laughs> I had one of those. Where I was just like, I cannot deal with this no more. But she kind of broke up with me. Like they broke the friendship up with me before I had a chance to even be like, bitch. So I was like, damn, face crack. We've been friends for like since sixth grade. So it was a long time. Mm. Sixth grade all the way to like freshman year of college. And we were cool the entire time. I visited her during like spring break. And then summer she was so weird. And like I would message her. She wouldn't text me back. And I'd be like, what the fuck is the issue? And then like. You know, I kind of like left. She's like, I'm just going through something. I was like, are you mad at me? Because I will always ask you, are you mad at me? Because I want to make sure just in case I got to defend myself or 
Like, I don't just want to be like assuming like, oh, I did nothing wrong. So let me just make sure that we're good before I go off. <laughs> and she's like, no, I just need to take some time myself. I was like, okay, cool. And then like, we just like did not speak for the rest of summer. And then somebody was like, oh, I can't like message her on Facebook. Like, could you let her know how, like, I'm, I want to know like, how she's doing. I went to go message her and she had like deleted me <laughs> off of Facebook. And I was like, what? I never spoke to this person like again like I have no idea like all I know is she's like she's married because she comes up in some of my tag posts from like 10 to 12 years ago or whatever and she's got like a new last name and stuff wow and I was like okay cool so that's not a good way to handle things you guys I got cut off for no reason I'm just wow yeah I mean it's been long enough I'm like what the fuck but like now I laugh about it, but before I was like, damn, bitch, like, we were cool, cool, I thought. But now I look back and I'm like, oh my God. It was kind of the same thing. I was like, yeah, a lot of time was wasted with this person <laughs> sitting around and talking a lot of shit and not doing a whole lot. So, if you're young, don't let those people, you know, get into your space. Protect your space, protect your energy. Yeah. Protect your chakras. Protect those vibes. <laughs> so do we uh do we recommend this movie um I, i'm gonna say for me you're good if you haven't seen it it's not to me at this point in time if you haven't seen it you probably when won't it, like it if you haven't seen it when it was culturally relevant yeah like if you didn't watch it between 2007 and 2010 then you're gonna be big mad like i was watching it in 2019 um because a lot of parts of it did not age well Mm -hmm. and it's just like "Mm, this is this is funny yeah like it is it and that's not me saying it's not funny but a lot of stuff that was considered funny just isn't funny anymore. I think if you were young, you definitely wouldn't like it. Yeah. You'd be like, what the shit? But um, not that I have like some sort of like hardwiring into like youth culture, but you know, I just don't think it's made for kids nowadays. Or they might like it as some sort of retro thing. I don't know. It, it, I don't even, I really don't even think it has that, like, hard stamp of being a real snapshot of what time was like, really, either. Mm, Yeah, it's not really. Of, because the movie I'm going to recommend, kind of, I haven't watched that in a long time, but it still has a, it's still a moment to me of a time period Mm -hmm. that, Probably has some issues because I again I haven't watched it in a while, but it still is reminiscent oh, no. of a moment. Oh no, what's the movie that you can pinpoint it in time? What's the movie? I'm gonna wait until we make recommendations. Oh, okay. Um, but I feel like this, and I feel like that happens with a lot of movies that were made in the like mid to late aughts. A lot of movies made since like the 80s, like. 
it it's not it doesn't have like a it has like a a, a an embarrassing it has like an embarrassing two thousand post two thousand five feel. If if it's something that I can like say, oh, this happened post two thousand five, and then it's like, mm, that wasn't a really good time. <laughs> I like this movie because it's nostalgic for me in like a, a way. Just because I just remember watching it and like cracking up and stuff with some of my friends. Um, I don't think I would recommend it like now, or at least to like. If you haven't seen it, I would be like, oh, you need to watch this movie called Superbad. But, like, I like I talked about it on Twitter the other day because some of... <laughs> somebody let us know that they fucking hate this movie. Shout out to you, Twitter user. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> we got, a, we got a, uh, a negative comment, I guess. And people were like, what the fuck? Like, this is a good movie. But, like, there are people who've already seen the movie <laughs> and probably saw it when it came out or around the same time. So, um, I think it's good for people who have already seen it, for sure. But, like, if it's something that you have never seen, I wouldn't be like, yeah, just go watch it. And, like, I think you'd be like, mm, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, it still made me laugh, for sure. So it still has that going for it. It just doesn't, you know, some things don't curl all the way over. And a lot of, I mean, it's not the only movie in the world that's aged kind of weird. Um, so it's always good to go back and, and rewatch things to see if they still make you feel the same way or if you feel a little weird watching them or you just flat out don't like them. It's a good yeah. exercise. We've been it doing was- it pretty much this entire podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it every episode is like a journey. Cause like if you would have told me like two months ago, if you would have asked me what I thought of Super Bad, I would be like, oh my god, I love that movie. Like it's one of my favorites. I had that movie memorized. I absolutely love it. Ask you that tonight. Mm. Right. Not. I. I don't really care for it as much as I did. Yeah. Cause I've grown up. I'm forty seven yeah. years old now. Okay, today. <laughs> I'm 47. Okay, so what would your recommendations be? So, a movie that is like this, that is fun, less raunchy, but it's a good time. It does have some elements that probably does not age well, and that is Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, I used to love that fucking movie. I, it's a good time. Like, it's fun. You do have a guy who is aiming out of his league. Um, we, I feel like we have to talk about that. Maybe that could be a conversation for something else, but we have to talk about the genre of films of where guys just feel entitled to women's time. Um, and the women are like their dream girls. But anyway. Oh, yeah. My dream re- girl was Jennifer. Love Hewitt. Hewitt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I liked um, Can't Hardly Wait, and I feel like Can't Hardly Wait is kind of like a father or father figure to <laughs> a, a, 
super bad. Okay. And it smells like a DVD sitting down with like a VHS tape. <laughs> like, Dad, tell me about what life was like in 1998. <laughs> it will, son. <laughs> and I also feel like... If you want to go back further, like, this movie is also, like, a byproduct of John Hughes movies. Definitely a byproduct of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, God, I fucking hate For that sure. stupid movie. Like, <sighs> that's that's what this movie is. Yeah, any high school movie probably owes a lot to John Hughes and owes a lot to all the movies all those like Brad Pack movies and shit like that. No, I oh Fast Times is so boo nigga. <laughs> I did not like that movie. God. Although shout out to Amy Heckerling. Yeah. God. She 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 did great work. We owe her so much for Clueless. So yeah. much. We speak your name, but my <laughs> God, that movie sucks. So. <laughs> Um, I don't really have a recommendation as usual. I will say that this, it's not really a, a, I don't know. So like this movie reminded me of a TV show I like to watch. 90 Day Fiance? No, it does not remind me of 90 Day Fiance. Um, you know, although Pillow Talk starts next week, guys. (laughs) Although by the time we get this episode, I'll probably already be out. But, um, the Inbetweeners. Have you ever watched that show? I have. I think okay. I finished it. That show is fucking insane. And so these kids remind me of those kids in the fact that they are just a bunch of raggedy little teenage boys who are sex obsessed, have no idea what they're doing. They're trash. <laughs> One, of the, I think the difference is they, they know they're trash because like the narrator is like, we're just fucking terrible. Like they just, they, they know. Cause they're like, yeah, girls don't want to be seen with us because we're fucking idiots. And duh, I'm surprised that they figured it out so fast, but I watch that show quite a lot. It's kind of one of those like put it on the background kind of shows now because it's like three seasons and like pretty, they're pretty fast episodes. This reminds me of this show so much. Um, Cause I was like, God, like teenage boys are raggedy <laughs> and they're just like, you know, the thing that you're thinking about, like, or what you said about like, um, expecting things from women and they're, you know, I, this girl looked at me, so of course she wants to talk to me and, and that kind of stuff. In that show, for sure. Um, I think it had like three seasons and like two movies. Like it's a it's like a big deal, I guess. Um, but yeah, it reminded me of that. Uh, I wouldn't really like openly suggest anybody watch that show because it's just as right. Ra- like when I say it's just as raggedy, it's just as raggedy. Like humor, word use, all of it. But... I still like the show. <laughs> like, it still makes me laugh. It just kind of like now look almost like in disbelief. Like, damn. I'm so glad I got out of high school on skates because men are like teenage boys are. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus. But um, yeah, I don't really I don't have a recommendation. I mean, there's plenty of Jen Apatow movies you can watch. Um. You can also watch This Is The End if you want to. That movie I don't like. <laughs> I watch it. 
and um, it has elements that are not good, but yeah, I found it a little bit more enjoyable than Superbad. Really? Yeah, I don't really. I didn't really care for that movie when I saw it, and I was really excited to see that movie. But it has Jay. Oh my god. <sighs> okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I love okay. It. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, I guess we should talk about next week or next episode at least, uh, which is going to be book smart. Um, yeah, that came out this year. So yep. we're doing a, a newish movie. Um, and, uh, that should be interesting. I think me and Brittany both watched that movie already. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I wanted to. Well, I don't. Did I want to see it like this? I feel like I wanted to after a minute. I think the trailer didn't really do anything for me. But, like, I was like, oh, I might see it. And then I just, like, never saw it because life. I think if it came out in spring, my life was, like, in shambles. <laughs> so I didn't even think so see it. But, um, yeah, that should be interesting. That stars Jonah Hill's younger sister, Beanie, who I think is just so adorable. Uh-huh. Uh, I think she's just the cutest little thing. Um, mm-hmm. And what I don't know the other girl though. She plays on a show with Tim Allen. Okay, then I wouldn't know. So yeah, um, but they yeah they're like it's I've heard of being called as like the girl version of Superbad, and it has like a lot of the same elements. Honestly, all these <laughs> movies have a lot of the same elements of like going to a fucking party, um, and it was like a big deal. Well, well, not I don't want to say a big deal, but like it caused a lot of conversation. People acted a fool. Yeah, and both sides of the of the fucking discussion. I was like, y'all gotta chill out. Like, go see the movie or don't see the movie. But like, it doesn't need y'all don't need to do all this. But we don't have to go in depth about it right now because we talking. will talk about it next time. Because we've been talking about it for three hours. <laughs> How does this keep happening, Brittany? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Brittany was talking about tequila and, and fucking Moscato for two hours, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I love my lifestyle. Oh, um, no. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening again. Um, if you feel the need to, we really encourage you to um, leave a comment, um, subscribe, to us on iTunes. Also, we're on Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club. You can also email us if you want to ask us questions or um, just communicate with us. Um, you could send us an email at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. You could also visit our website at blackgirlfilmclub.com. And we're also on Instagram. Um, we're trying to cultivate a Instagram page. Um, we've been including like um, quotes from the different movies and doing like cute little Instagram stories and highlights and stuff. So we're trying to make moves out here, y'all. Yeah, it's happening. Slowly, it's but happening. it's happening. Yeah. So if you're into IG, <laughs> IG, if you're into Instagram and all that, you know, give us a follow. Um I guess, what else can we say? Is there anything else important? We gotta let um, the viewers know. The viewers. The listeners. Holy shit. <laughs> we love you guys. We do. Thank you for following us and putting up with us. Yeah. In our long ass episodes. Yeah. 
Can't we do this because we love you. Edit this down to an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Oh, no. All right. I believe that's it. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.